anything you'd ever really want to know about every public figure I have ever encountered. Most of the conversations I've had with people when I've been in a single party consent state, recorded, archived. I have shit on everyone. And by the way, you made this drive-by remark about Laura Loomer got censored, therefore Jewish power isn't real. What is that, a joke? That's I mean, not yeah, what okay. I said. Well, I think that was you, somewhat You brought up Loomer. I didn't. In any you case. You brought her up immediately after talking about Israel and You made some drive-by shot about, oh, you talked about Jewish power before Loomer is banned. And I never said that. Back to China. It's like, do I realize that that's one lose for destiny okay go through the script tell us about how they Turn him back at the border, and that's how the numbers are. I didn't know what he was gonna say. Uh, tell us about it, Nick. I think you said on a stream that I'm in favor of like genociding all like non-white people. You said that to Bryson Gray. Is that true? Uh, I might have. I don't know. I say a lot of random hyperbolic shit about you sometimes. <laughs> well, did you or did you not? Yeah, I don't know. You've seen the VOD. I might have. I have no idea. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to the Kill Stream. I think that's the smoothest I've had so far since we since we did the new intro. It's getting there. It's getting there. It's the transition. I didn't want to let it replay. Anyway, I'm here. Welcome. It's Monday night. We got Patrick Howley coming up here in about, I don't know, 50 minutes or so. Get him in here, 30, 45 minutes, talk about some news, talk about Elon Musk. We also have to talk about me getting swatted today. If you missed the daytime edition, Tequila Sunrise got swatted with the gats. The gats were pulled, ladies and gentlemen. They had guns on your boy. So that was pretty fucked up, uh, but they didn't shoot me, so I'm still here. Power chat, <laughs> power chat dot live slash the Ralph Retort Killstream dot live slash tip dollar sign Sunset Squad over on Cash App. Also Killstream dot live slash Entropy, which is on right now, and I keep forgetting to email them back, and I'm trying to remind myself like I did earlier on air actually to email them back. I'll do that. Okay. Anyway, how you guys doing? How have you been in the few short hours? What has it been? Like, it's been five hours. Actually, I got the show started on time today. So it was a little bit. We actually got the space in between shows. That's, you know, that's the idea is to have a little bit of space in between shows now. Uh, in practice, the shows have been closer together at times because uh, they got started late or what have you. Uh, yeah, I got swatted earlier. Uh, shit's getting dangerous for streamers. What the hell? Yeah, I'm not the only one that's gotten swatted recently. But I have some of the best footage because there's a camera out in front of my house. 
and so it actually captured that. I mean, I guess I could just play it now. I was more worried about him shooting my dog once I saw my fiance and my daughter weren't here. So I was like, okay, well, don't shoot my dog. And it's funny because she had just left. I mean, like three or four minutes before. Um, and I guess somebody called and said I had shot somebody and that I was on the phone with them. Like I wasn't going to answer the door at first, but they kept beating so loud. Then I looked out, like I said earlier, I looked out my window and this black cop was behind my truck like this with guns pointed at the house. I'm like, okay, well that doesn't exactly make me want to, (laughs) that doesn't really make me want to answer the door, but I was like, all right, well I guess I'm gonna have to do something. So I went down there. Uh, and was talking to the cop through the door, and I was like, there's nobody hurt inside here. There's nobody shot. I don't have a weapon. I don't know what's what you guys been told. Like, I'm a streamer. Like, this is, you know, this has happened before. So they take me outside, put me in handcuffs anyway for, like, I don't know, five minutes maybe, five, ten minutes, which still sucks. You're out in front of your own house. You haven't done shit, and they have you in handcuffs. It sucks if you have done something, they have you in handcuffs, no matter what. Uh, it sucks to be in handcuffs. Uh, but uh, it would have sucked more if they would have shot me, I have to say, or my animals. Uh, so they didn't do that. And they didn't terrorize my fiance and my daughter, thankfully, because they were around the corner. Um, so that was good, which just so happened to be. Like, I mean, it could have it could have easily went another way. The cops were, I mean, you know, you can say nice. I, I guess they kind of... I don't know, man. Being fucking handcuffed outside your house is not nice. I don't know what to say. Um, now, did they have any option on that? I'm, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure if that was just protocol or what, but it's fucking, it sucks to be putting handcuffs <laughs> out in front of your house. I don't know what to say. Um, now, they didn't, like, uh, they didn't talk shit or, like, push me around or anything. And quickly accepted my story because it was the truth. Um, so they didn't really have much of a choice there. But um, so in that regard, and they were, you know, they were friendly upon parting and all that. Um, but, you know, they had the fucking army out here coming in my house. They had the street blocked off on each side, north and south, or, well, east and west, I guess. And, uh, there was like twenty, like you said, twenty cops. Yeah, that was about how many there was out there. Um, I guess I could play the footage. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, there we go. Let's replay it. I played it earlier. Uh, in this footage, I'm mostly concerned with them not shooting my dog. Uh, and I didn't know, I didn't know that she wasn't here. That was the thing, cause she went and got me a latte while I watched the baby right before the show. And then I was here on air. I didn't know she had went back up to the store. So I go downstairs and her computer's just sitting there with the stream on. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so even to the cops, I'm like, I don't know where she is. <laughs> so that's probably also looking suspect because I didn't, I didn't know where she was. I was. Like, I don't know. She went around the corner. What the fuck? Um, her stuff's right here. There's nobody shot inside here. I don't know what to tell you. Um... Now, this is my camera captured all this, and I didn't even... She came home, and I was talking to her after, during the show earlier, and she reminded me that we had the camera out front, so that's the only reason I knew that I had this footage, and then she spliced it together uh, as well during the Tequila Sunrise, so shout-out to Pansu. 
I do hear some noises inside. That's me, mother. Now they didn't confiscate my weed. It's not, it's weed's legal in Virginia. Sounds like a dog in a mail. Can you come to the door? Shy says it must be funny to cops when people say don't shoot my dog because it lets them know how little we trust them. Yeah, well, he seemed to, like, at one point, he's like, oh, we're not going to shoot your dog. I was like, well, I mean, I didn't say this, but it's like, yeah, okay. Well, I'm just going to keep saying don't shoot my dog. So in case you do shoot him, I'm going to fucking own this police department. That's why. And I know I don't trust it. If you have him still on the line, you can uh, tell him to open his door, please. And on the off chance that maybe you won't shoot my dog if I keep saying it. Although, I mean, you know, I can't say it like five or six times during this clip. I'm just like, hey, don't shoot my dog. He's a big dog, too. Man, these cops, man, some of them are hotheads, dude. You never know. Like, what the fuck? I've seen some crazy-ass footage just here on the kill stream and Tequila Sunrise. You know, my dog, like, snaps at him or something. You know, I ain't say, not every cop probably would, but, man, you never know. They, they all got guns, too. It's like, what the fuck? I don't trust that. Not at all. Not at all. Now, thankfully, it was a completely bogus report, and they knew that pretty quickly after I talked to them. But, you know, uh, <laughs> if they didn't believe that, maybe a cop goes rogue or something. You know what I mean? Like, oh, let's do a little extra here because we don't know. Like, let's fuck this guy over a little bit. Like, See, look, can you see right here? There's two cops on either side of my truck with guns drawn pointed towards my fucking door. And this is what I saw when I looked out my studio window right here. So I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> that's not, something's up. So I was, that's, and I said, okay, I got to go downstairs. Well, all this was happening uh, when I stepped away from the show earlier. Maybe I'll try to juxtapose. Um, it's this footage with the with the show footage when I step away when I come back. See, look, th look, see how he squatted down behind my truck, dude. They got fucking pistols drawn in my house, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, Pantsy put found footage. I don't even know. I was laughing at that earlier too. I was like, what? It's found from my camera. That's out from my house. I didn't want to open the door. I, I like, so up above my door, there's like this glass panel thing. And so the first thing I did was like reach my hands up where you could see it in the glass. I was like, dude, I don't have anything in my hands. I don't want to get blown away. Dirty Harry style. When I fucking open the door, they got guns pointed at my fucking door. I'm like, uh, okay, look, dude, I didn't want to open that motherfucker. Cause I'm man. One dude gets the wrong, sees something that ain't, isn't there. Dude, you can get killed easily like that. You know what I mean? Like, I really didn't want to open the door like that until it was very clear. I was like, dude, I don't have shit. Like, I don't know. You're fucking, you, you know, you're a complete, I'm, outgunned isn't the word. I don't even have a gun. There's nothing. And all it takes is one of these rookies or one of these young cops to sit there and say, oh, he had a gun or, oh, I thought he had something in his hand. There's nobody here. Just come put your handcuffs just for a second. All right? Yeah, nobody's shot inside here. Okay, just put your hands behind your back. Okay. 
You're not under arrest. Okay, but just be careful. My dog's in there. I don't want you. Don't shoot my dog. We're not going to shoot you. Nobody's hurt inside here. That's what I'm saying. All right, two of them, Robert. Just please don't shoot my dog, sir. Are you by yourself? My fiance was here a few minutes ago, but. Yeah, that's why I was like, I didn't even know. Shoot my dog, please. Anybody else in the house? She was here a few minutes ago. I'm live on air right now. I haven't been downstairs to check. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So you're upstairs right now? Yeah. Okay, okay. Nobody shot inside here. Okay, okay, good. good, good. <laughs> hey, nobody shot inside this house. I don't know how many times I need to say that, but... <laughs> Until you fucking hear me, there's nobody shot inside this house. We're just going to make sure that we'll be out of here, okay? Okay. Well, yeah, thank God they were out because, it. well, on one hand, it would have made me look a little less crazy, but on the other... It would have completely terrified them both, and they came in with guns drawn like they were about to fucking smoke out Pablo Escobar. So, yeah, it's a good thing they weren't. Well, yeah, but this is kind of crazy. I've been swatted a few times here before. That's why can there not be some kind of... You have Don't been? shoot my dog. Yeah. And then look at this guy's walking up with a fucking arsenal. Oh, uh, they said... I don't remember. Somebody was downstairs. They tried to say in the basement or something. Don't shoot my dog. Shit, that guy walks in with that giant gun. I'm like, uh, hey, don't shoot my dog. <laughs> What's that guy doing with that type of weaponry? Ho, wait, hold on. Don't shoot my dog. <laughs> then they didn't even have a record. I talked about this on air. Somebody last year called and said I was torturing somebody in the basement and with literally that I was p pumping poison gas into the basement. I can't even believe. How do you even accept something like that? YOLO sent $3. Check your DMs or Twitter mentions. At underscore counterpoints underscore has agreed to debate Nick moderated by you on about the Russia v. Ukraine stuff. Set it up. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm down for that. When did this happen? Okay, let's see. Um, Where is my, where'd you send that? Uh, Okay, I'll look. I don't see anything about that just yet, though. Uh, why don't you, why don't you at me? I don't actually see this. <laughs> uh, well, DM me about that again. I didn't see anything about that. Yeah. They, you notice they didn't even ask me. I talked about this earlier. They don't really have to ask you if they have that type of threat, but, um, and I know chat didn't like hearing that, but you notice they didn't ask me at all. They just walked right up in my shirt. Um, I mean, it would have been nice if they would have, uh, asked me. Now I've gotten swatted before and they asked me and I let them in and was just like, yeah, you can look just to show that it was bullshit over at my other address. Um, but they didn't ask me shit. They just walked into my shit. There's no nobody hurt your dog, dog, brother. No one's gonna shoot your dog. What the fuck, man? My dog does not like police either. He's like barking his ass off. I knew he would be like that too. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. Not just police. But he doesn't like anybody armed coming in my shit. Like talk. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. A good dog doesn't like that. My dog's like, Ugh. they're like good dog, good puppy. He's like, whoa, no, don't talk to me. 
Now, see, that's since February, and that was shit people were coming to my house to do. And I said this earlier, and in the tweet, they basically told me, oh, we can't do shit about that, or you have to go do something if you want to do something about it, basically. Putting all the onus on me. But they can damn sure come to my house and fucking raid it like I'm Pablo Escobar based on some fucking fantasy bullshit. So, which you could argue they maybe they shouldn't do anything about the petty shit. I mean, you say it's petty, but somebody's coming to your house fucking trespassing, fucking broadcasting, whatever, like, you know. It is petty on one hand, but also it's like, what the fuck? I mean, what do you expect somebody to do with some shit like that? It's just to try to bait me to get me arrested or some shit. And then you call the actual police and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, damn. Well, then you take that response. Okay, say even if you think that that's fair, then put put the proportion, <laughs> like just think of the proportion of that response to this one, right? Like... They run up in your house like it's Fallujah. It's like, okay, thanks, officer. Appreciate it. Yeah, because somebody came by my house the other day broadcasting right, live on there. They're, they're cleaning right now. I think everything is false alarm, sir. Thanks. Think? I think so. My dog's barking the whole time. Can I get these handcuffs off? Cause this very, is kind of very serious. Yeah, nice very point simple. there, me. I was in handcuffs this whole time too. All right, I'm gonna take him off. All right. Called and they said trespassing. Yeah, it wasn't like this type of incident. Well, it happened last year because somebody said I had somebody in the basement. Down there, like torturing them or some shit, and they came and turned off my what was your gas name? line. Ethan, Ralph. Ethan, my name's Kevin. Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys. I know you guys got to check it out, man. Yeah, yeah, because believe it or not, obviously I'm being nicer to them than <laughs> things have been real. Oh well, yeah, well, <laughs> but I mean, they do have to check it out. But it's like they didn't have to come in like that. Is the thing now? I'm trying to de-escalate at the time. It's like these motherfuckers just had guns on me. It's like okay. You can't just say oh it's bogus and then it ends up being real and then they're yeah, like why didn't the police yeah, check this out? Yeah, that. I mean I understand, but all right, cool. All right, I'm glad everything's. Are right, you guys be good? Everybody calls me Kev. Right? All right, Kev. Thank you, thank you guys. Right, we're done. I appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, Kev. <clears throat> Don't thank them next time. Well, I'm just trying to get rid of them. I mean, yeah, you say that, but they didn't just have a gun in your face. <laughs> Um, now I didn't realize all this was on camera either at the time. Cause I can, I just forgot. I mean, I knew it was out there. I got reminded of that later, but I like in the moment I forgot that there was a camera. So I was just like, I'm just trying to get them to leave. I don't even know if there's any record of this, right? Yeah. Thanks for not killing me and my dog. And you see right here, one, two, three, four, five, six. There was at least 20 cops there, and you can't see on each side of the street that they had it blocked off. Um, but there was at least four or five more just in the frame that walked into my house. Yeah, being overly polite is the best way to get cops out of your hair. True and real, Ralph. Yeah, it's true. I've talked plenty of shit to cops. Nobody's talked more shit. Nobody in this chat's talked more shit to cops than me. Like, that's just... <laughs> it's not even close. I don't give a fuck. But, uh,
I don't have to prove it anymore. Is what I mean. I've proven enough when it comes to talking shit to police. Um, let's see. Okay, let's see. I'll look and see about the uh, DM. Let's see. Man, just link your fucking Twitter in, in the chat, dude, because I don't see it. I don't see it in the request box, and I don't see it in my regular Twitter. So, I don't really know where you would have sent that. And I'm looking at it right now. So, just put your Twitter in the chat. All right. Now, let's see. Yeah, pot sticker. I mean, I don't know. There's a time to talk shit, and it's like, uh I'm just trying to get him to leave <laughs> at that point. Now, watching the replay. Let's see. Oh, wow. I do see that now. Let's see. I'll ask about that. Uh, let's see. All right, I'll have to get on it. I see you tag somebody else, too. I wonder if they've already. I've never had counterpoints on the show. Let's see. We did just do one, but, I mean, it's the issue that's going to keep on going for a while, I'm pretty sure. All right, I'll put that to the side. I'll put that to the side because I can't do it right now. Anyway, that was the swatting. Uh, That is the best footage, I guess, I've had uh, as far as the swatting goes. I do have that one picture that I posed uh, with the cops that swatted me before. Um, I also guess I should have got some pictures with these guys today. I could have, but you got the camera footage that I didn't know I had. Um, So shout out to Pansy for reminding me. Benjamin Netanyahu sent $3. This is why we have the IDF and American police exchange programs. We need the 95 IQ goys to treat their own it's American up, goyim like Palestinians. Glad to know it's working out perfectly. Thank you, Bibby. Thank you, Bibby. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's exactly how they treat you, dude. Literally, watch how they do the Palestinians. Man, it's fucked. It's fucked. And you didn't, I didn't have any type of rights whatsoever. You saw how they just blew in my house. Uh, and again, people thought I was like praising it earlier, talking about... Um, imminent danger, imminent threat or whatever, gave them the right to come in my house. No, I'm not saying that's cool. I'm just saying that's how it is. Uh, and they would get okayed for that in court. Like, they can just roll up in your shit like that. Um, they sure can. And so, if you think they can't, believe me, they can, and they will. Uh, and one false move, I could have got killed today. Literally. All it would have taken was would me be, would me, uh, was me, excuse me. Uh, all, all it would have taken was me open that door. Like, you know, making some type of quick move or some shit like that. And they would have killed me, and then they would have said, oh, well, it was a fake call. We didn't know. Oy vey, we didn't know. Oh, we didn't know. And, I mean, that's literally, it's happened to so many times. So many fucking times, literally. And it's not just me. It happened to Beardson the other day. Any of these people could have been killed. I think somebody said Kai might have got swatted last night. I don't know. A lot of people has gotten swatted recently. I think Nick got swatted recently, too. Um, so, you know, I don't want to make it a me thing. Um, honestly, I was just kind of thinking this was going to happen soon. 
Uh, but I have so many people trying to fuck with me with cops all the time anyway, just like on bullshit. That I didn't even know what was going on. I just see cops at the door with the guns drawn. I'm like, okay, well, guess I got to go downstairs, figure that out. hope they don't shoot me and my dog. Like, I don't know. It's fucked up. I've never participated in any type of swatting stuff um, and never will. But uh, it's a reality. They swatted Stu Peters too? Yeah, see, it's, I, I know a lot of people gotten swatted. Um, so anyway, I'm hoping that they don't roll back up in here like Rambo next time and they'll just maybe knock on the door. Yeah. I think Dalton, somebody mentioned that too. I know I heard about Kai. I didn't want to name off everybody that if I didn't remember for sure, but yeah, I saw a lot of people, uh, a lot of people catching the swap. Uh, let's see. Let's hear about Elon Musk though. He's not going to be joining Twitter's board after all. Company CEO making the announcement. By later. the way, we've talked about this over the last week. Elon Musk is just wild as fuck. So at first, he bought up all his stocks and he was going to be a passive investor. Then they said, okay, we're going to go ahead and put you on the board. He agreed to it. Part of that was going to stop him from owning over 15% of Twitter stock before 2024. Well, on Saturday, he said, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Never mind. And then he said, is Twitter dying? He put out a tweet, is Twitter dying? Uh, so now the speculation is he might just go ahead and take over Twitter uh, or else just keep fucking with them for, for a good bit. Last night, they don't really know what he's going to do. He's Twitter's largest shareholder. The company will remain open, he says, to his input. In a statement, Agrawal writes in part, we were excited to collaborate and clear about the risks. We also believe... Go ahead. Joey Joe Joe sent $10. Hey, now, let's just clear the air a little bit here. Let's do it. What if I'd have started singing this? Let's go. If I'd have the TTS on. <laughs> Don't shoot my dog, bro. The man with the plan. Military law enforcement, same thing. I'm the man with the plan. When I'm on the run. Oh, sorry. Okay. Down on one that having Elon on is uh, that having Elon is a fiduciary of the company where he like all board members has to act in the best interests of the company and all our shareholders was the best best path forward you can read between the lines if you like yeah, the news some some the, the, on him the news Musk uh, would join Twitter's board came less than a week ago of course uh, one day after his disclosure of that nine percent stake in the company earlier in the weekend Musk tweeted a number of ideas about how he wanted to change the social media company, including letter Twitter's blue subscribers pay with Dogecoin, an <laughs> automatic authentication check. <laughs> Letting Twitter blue subscribers pay with Dogecoin. I think that is probably one of the biggest things they could do. Twitter's blue subscribers pay with Dogecoin, get an automatic authentication check mark and keeping Twitter 
blew free of uh, advertisements. He also suggested turn Twitter's San Francisco headquarters into a homeless shelter <laughs> because, in his words, no one shows up anyway. That <laughs> response from Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Holy <laughs> Amazon's uh, chairman now uh, responding, saying that he w- thought it was a great idea. I do too. Fuck it. <laughs> Did Bezos really coast on that? Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, honestly, be- Elon Musk is just sitting there high as fuck in between fucking bowls. He's just like, yeah, you know what? They can't even turn it down because it's for the homeless chairman now uh, responding saying it's from what? Jeff Jeff Bezos Amazon's uh, chairman what the now, fuck? Uh, responding saying that he w- thought it was a great idea <laughs> sharing a similar story yeah let's do Amazon too fuck it of a similar initiative at Amazon a serious so, one. Yeah, a yeah. Serious. But, but here's here's the thing no 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 let's just make the whole thing at home it has to be the whole building you're gonna tell us what it is yeah well no I was gonna say two, just two things that I, I want think to look cool. like Amsterdam from The Wire if you've ever seen The Wire first of all we talked about how last week he was either gonna become the CEO or he's gonna take his ball and go home he's either taking his ball and going home but the story may not be over that's the thing the stock is down know. today yeah and the question is whether you think this is gonna become like a hostile bid He's going to try to still take this company over, whether he really does take his ball and go home and he's done with. But all this happening, obviously, in super... It's not a bored guy for super. Twitter. He's, he's, he, does, he, he wants to be... When you're a bored guy, you got to be civilized. you got to be in there, and you, and you can't really... What stays in the boardroom? What said stays Look, he was there. running a poll over the weekend, you saw. I did. To I'd remove say. the W from right. Twitter. He wants to... He, <laughs> He wants yes. to do what he does. He, he wants to do what he does, and he definitely couldn't do that. I, 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 I think I the question is, that, is he out or does he go even I, I wonder higher? if he just said, forget it. I don't want the board seat because they tried to tell him he can't tweet right. anymore about but this. But does that he say, th- guess, does he just so. move on eventually and we find out he sold everything and he gives up? Or he does, does he increase it? Does that seem likely that he's going to let this go since this has gotten more press than anything in a long time? And yeah, really, and, I mean... I don't think it's likely that he lets this go. I hope he doesn't, but I, I mean that's true too. But I really, I mean, I just think of all the stories that's been written about this and how much we've even talked about it. And, and really, I'm going to change. Yeah. I am a free speech. Um, and you can't absolutist. You can't tell me what I'm not going to say exactly. and what I'm not going to post. I think that was it's it, so it, much it, fun he didn't now. Have a problem this... initially with the 14.9 percent cap, saying, "Fine, I'm okay with that." It was right. later that he was like, "Yeah, you know what? Maybe." <laughs> yeah, they tried to put some late restrictions on him. It sounds like and he's like, "Nah." And the way they're, they're, that's why with the stock down this morning. Honestly, sure. Twitter needs him. Did you say their stock went up based on he would have some positive input? Right, that they're kind of stale. The stock sh- I can't tell whether the stock should be down this right. morning. I don't think anybody has any idea what he's going to do. Right. I doubt he's going to just sell the stock and go away. I don't think so. I, I like, like the that. way, as you said, the CEO is being, you know, just very just sort of on uh, walking on eggshells. You don't want to say anything. You know, we would have liked to have had him, but it reminds me. Welcome him in. It like, reminds me of But this. he had to act like a fiduciary, and so we weren't. I, I so I think there was a little bit of this. I don't think this was just like I'm jumping, I'm taking my ball and going home. No, I think there was yeah. a little bit of a. You want me to be quiet, and I'm not going to Push, push, quiet. push. And someone, I think there was a couple phone calls that had to have made. Or maybe I think some he could be more, act, more of an activist on the outside. He wants to be an outsider, not an insider right. on this. When he doesn't like what the insiders have turned Twitter into at this point. Yeah, I think that's going to be the next announcement. Mammoth come. All of a sudden, <laughs> LOL is your name. What the fuck? 
<clears throat> LOL at me for saying LOL, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's going to be the next announcement. Elon just bought fucking another 10% of stock or some shit like that. Uh, let's see. What is this one? Uh-oh. Who's, what's this bald-headed fucker telling us? Uh, my my view that uh, the majority of the drama is over is based on two insights. One is that if he wanted to take this over, uh, he would have just done it uh, first and foremost. Now, of course, like I said, Elon is unpredictable by nature. Maybe he picked up on something, some communication with the board that he didn't like in the last few days and decided to go more aggressive. But I think that he would have uh, just financially it would have been the smartest, smarter thing to go more aggressive earlier. Second is uh, when you do a takeover, even for Elon, who likes to do things uh, fire drill, a.k.a. talk to people who were putting together the cyber rodeo last week about how that came together at the last minute. Uh, when you think about uh, even Elon, this uh, would be a piece that I think is outside of where he wants to spend his time. Understand that there is something that is important to him around. Free- Why doesn't he just deputize somebody? He's the richest guy in the world. He can just be like, here, your job is to fuck with Twitter on my behalf. That's what I would probably do. And I'll check in with you here and there and I'll coordinate as needed. But you're going to be the point man on this. They're clearly shook by this guy. I hope he keeps fucking with them because it's scaring the fuck out of them. Free speech, and um, I think he wants to move that forward. Understand that he sees that as an opportunity as big as electrification right. and as big as space travel. But ultimately, I think that he probably uh, did some this, chats. That, yeah, probably. It's just it's just one too many things on the plate for him to take over. Just to finish the thought quickly, of course, I'm pretty judicious. I think he I th- thinks he could probably fuck with Twitter in his free time. I think he's probably right too. Think about these things and try to put some math around it uh, let's say there's a 20 percent chance he takes it over and the stock doubles uh, there's probably an 80 percent chance the stock's down i think you put those two probabilities together and you probably get something the risk reward is is probably neutral to slightly positive even with all this because i do think he does want to influence change at twitter therefore the stock today right now trading at 45 60 you think should be worth what I think it's fractionally uh, higher. And the reason why I hesitate to give an exact number, because I think Elon still is going to exercise what only he can do. He's probably the most famous person in the world. Uh, we talk a lot about his 80 million Twitter followers, but it's just not. I don't Twitter know about followers. that. He's Elon one of the is- most famous, though, for sure. I don't think he's the most famous person in the world, actually. Um, but I think he's top ten. Is uh, he is the the pastor? Probably he maybe is, top five. Is the the head uh, 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 leader of uh, what is essentially religion? Uh, I'm a I'm a believer too. I don't own a Tesla. I think that they're yeah. Gonna I think be Trump probably successful. is the most famous person in the world. Successful, yeah. but you just watch what happened at Cyber Rodeo last week. Fifteen thousand people were very excited uh, for what's going to happen with Tesla, anticipating that and, and he can turn that, that trans- on. But hold on, Gina, this is the part I'm confused about. That translates to Twitter, even though he's not on the board, still a shareholder. Does he remain? Let's do it this way. Does he remain a shareholder? Yes, I think he remains a shareholder. At 9% or more? uh, He's kept at, uh, I guess, yeah, he can go higher uh, now that he's not on the board. Uh, I think he probably remains right at that that 10% level. But I think what happens is, what's going to happen is I could see him uh, just asking people, you know, support me in this, buy a share or two of Twitter, uh, and then all of a sudden, and they're going to vote with them. What's up, man? meme stock situation. Do you look at a meme what stock. happened over the weekend as him being pushed or as him jumping? 
which is to say, do you think that he got a phone call or phone calls from either other board members, lawyers and the like who said, what are you doing, man? Tell, taking W out of the name, asking if Twitter's uh -huh. dying, that kind of thing. And he got so frustrated with that that he said, I'm out of here. Or they called and said, you know what? If you're going to be asking people if Twitter's dying on Twitter, we don't want you on the board. I, my guess is uh, the people who know him best know how to, uh, to, to speak some reason to him. And I suspect that uh, it wasn't a push. I think that you try to push Elon, he's probably going to do the exact opposite. And so I suspect that uh, just there was a, uh, maybe a voice of reason uh, that came into this in terms of what was in play. Again, there's a 20% chance I'm dead wrong. He takes this, this straight over. But uh, I think that there is. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong, bald man. To discuss the Verge editor in chief, I think he was insulted too. Yeah, he's basically doing these guys a favor, getting involved. The stock went up based on his involvement. That maybe he he would be a helping hand to a, you know, I won't say dying, but like atrophying product. Tell Neely, it's great to atrophied product. Happy to help us kick off the hour. Uh, Agrawal uh, does say to tune out the noise and says there could be distractions. Ahead. What do you think that means? I think you're looking at Elon declining a board seat and spending the weekend. This is the editor-in-chief of The Verge. Okay. Tweeting that Twitter is dying, uh, that they should empty out the headquarters in San Francisco and turn it into a homeless shelter, that Twitter Blue is a bad product. Basically trashing the company that he's it, now the It worst. is a bad product. What the fuck? Just shareholder in. Uh, I do think that he's going to probably try to increase the stake. And I think that employees That's what I think, though. are increasingly nervous oh, that the they're scared. Huh? What are they scared about? Stock price swings that this drama is going to so scared steer about? Them off track when I'll just point this out. There's an election coming up and that's when uh, oh, you don't say uh, scrutiny of Twitter is always at its highest. Yeah. Uh, Agrawal's tweet references a background checked uh do you think that he's suggesting that somehow some part of this process went awry well no because he said they were, the, the seat was set go ahead god of conquest god of conquest 91 sent three dollars i love how these people are analyzing elon as if he's a boring suit like mitt romney elton is going to buy out twitter and reinstate elton. trump nick alex jones <laughs> and all the grow ipers and ban hillary clinton and the dems it's gonna happen dude him and Elton John, Elon and Elton. Take effect on April 9th. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I mean, if I was him, I just think, look, he's already fucking based Elton. He's already fucking with him. Why not just buy it? I mean, it's literally not that big of a purchase for him. Just go ahead and buy it and do whatever you want. I would buy Twitter as a vanity project. So what's, fuck, what's his name? Bezos bought the Washington Post basically as a vanity project. Why doesn't Musk just buy Twitter? So if you look at Elon filed a new 13G today, it said uh, he was going to pass the background check uh, and do his director and officer's questionnaire, and he declined. He did, What's that playing in the background? It, do any of it. So I think maybe uh, really what it seems like is they wanted him on the board to be a, you know, a fiduciary to the shareholders and employees of the company, and he decided that what he wanted was more drastic change. He didn't want that role inside. He wanted to be the disruptor from the outside, so he didn't take it. I don't think... Zero Who can't do a background check. And I'm gonna be high as a kite by then. I miss the earth so much. I'm 
promised my wife It's lonely out of space Elton! On such a timeless flight Restore the accounts, Elton! And I think it's gonna be a long, long time So touchdown brings me round again to find I'm not the man they think I am at home Oh, no, no, no Restore the accounts! Chat's <laughs> gone. It's gonna be a long, long time. Out of conquest, ninety-one cent, three dollars. He's gonna turn Twitter into a social media for America first, crypto heads, space geeks, and big titted goth GFs. It's gonna happen. It sounds like a paradise. No, I'm not. I think it's gonna be a long, long time. Ah, fuck. But it's coming. It is going to happen, though. What the fuck is this guy talking about? Quick check of the market action today. Stock selling percent. Turning now to Twitter. This Who? That he would not be joining the social media company's board. The Tesla CEO. Yeah, we heard about that. Price Smash your pass. On Twitter. Jason, great to have you with us. Thanks. Obviously, you know, Musk not being on the board, Musk being allowed to acquire more shares. It gives him a little bit more freedom, a little more latitude to... Go ahead. Anonymous sent three dollars. <laughs> Not sure I want to smell Elton's musk. Oh, did you hear about those stories? You know, I once wrote an article about Elton John that I got a takedown notice over from like an agent, like not even an agency, but it's like um, yeah, I guess you might call it an agency, but it's this company um, that Elton had hired to get blog posts taken down uh, of his his and his husband's gay sex ex escapades somehow it hit the media uh but they'd had a blackout on it in the uk it was something goofy i forget it was like olive oil bath or some shit and i wrote something about it on my site because i saw that they were fucking with people about it well they damn sure sent me something i actually published it while i was over the ocean long story short so i wrote them this email back saying well technically i was in international whatever i ended up just taking it down though Force change uh, if he chose to, and it's not clear what he will actually choose to do. Um, what would you like to see him do from a shareholder perspective? Yeah, look, I think we need some answers from the company. And so um, around why isn't user engagement Oppenheimer. Jason Helfstein from Oppenheimer. Stronger. Um, you know, for a period of time, one could blame uh, COVID pull forward of more time spent you know, at home on devices. But I think the question is, if the product improvements are working and if you follow the narrative, it does seem like things like topics, the way to create accounts are getting easier. Why isn't, why is user growth slowing? And I think one of the questions investors have is, is it editorial or content decisions that the company is making? Yes. That might maybe alienating some users and encouraging them to go to other platforms. Wow, no well, way. That could that be answer, Jason. No, that's... that could not be it. I refuse to believe Twitter's decision making could have anything to do with this. So that's that's like the the question everybody I don't think I've ever heard that on television. Wants and 
I mean, the answer is yes, of course. And I think that's what Elon Musk sort of brings to light in this in this debate over where Twitter is going. And so how how do you as an analyst get that answer? How do you come up with that $60 price target if we don't know what that answer is? So, I mean, look, I, I can start and take kind of like where it's snapped today. Samir, go. Samir Deek should send $3. I can't wait for Elon to buy Twitter and ban all the trannies so I can browse for Bob's and Wagene without seeing tranny penis. Alton said that was first on the agenda. Twitter still trades at a, I think it's a 63% discount to snap on this year's revenue. Patrick Holly coming you, soon. You know, it's not hard to say. I got to call him the on the telephone. I think that, you know, the pressure needs to ultimately come from Mr. Musk. So, to the extent that he made the decision not to be on the board, it doesn't mean he won't support getting um, his preferred nominees on the board. Um, this is a stock that, if you look at it, doesn't really have, I will say, broad investor support. Um, if you look at it, a lot of the investment is from index funds, passive investors. If you do get... Edelwolf, yeah. Edelwolf sent $10. Fun fact. What? Elton John used to own Watford FC. Glad you survived your encounter Me with too. our boots in blue. Stay unstoppable, pal. Let's go! It's Elton Knight on the kill stream. It's about to change Twitter forever. Watford is shit, somebody in chat said. Regulation? I think you mean relegation, right? Yeah, I know, this is Queen, but whatever. Sounds like Elton first. <laughs> I know, I know. I see 30 people in the chat. This is clean. All right. Other investors who do want to piggyback Mr. Musk, um, and they're willing to it's lend relegation. Support. Somebody said regulation coming soon. All right, you want to correct people. Behind. Yeah, I got the... <laughs> yeah, so what? I got the gays mixed up. Big deal. His nominee or nominee. I thought it was Elton at first. Once it kicked in, I knew it was Queen, but whatever. I think there is a way to get uh, the company to kind of face some hard truths, which is, you know, yeah, what exactly. they want to do when they grow gay. up. Now, this is not a small company, but, you know, the question is, can you get to be a billion users over time in a truly kind of dominant, you know, true, you know like global platform? And do, do you want to be an advertising company? Do you want to be a subscription company? What do you want to be when you grow up? So, I, Jason, I think I wonder if the company has gotten that message to some extent. I mean, if the stock is going to go up every single day, Elon Musk is connected to Twitter in some sort of headline and goes up even more the day that Elon Musk you know, decides not to join the board and is free to acquire more shares and free to, you know, isn't that the answer the company has gotten? That, that what they are doing is not what shareholders want. Shareholders want something else. Again, look, just the, the stock's reaction to his initial involvement. And in today, what was a weekday for some tech stocks, Twitter was up again. Um, you know, it was a big short covering day, but for, for some of the tech names. Uh, but, but look, I think it's showing you that there are investors who believe that this asset can be better managed. And I think the question is, 
um, you know, how do you become a platform for a more diverse group of voices? Um, it's clear that the other social media platforms do not want to be in the news business or the or, or the information business. There's other uh, areas that they're focused on, and this is this area is ripe for Twitter to be successful. And so, you know, look, I think it starts with clarifying what content will be acceptable on the platform. Um, if advertisers don't want to support that content, potentially, because again, we are seeing a lot of advertisers just not want to be around certain news content. Man, I'm probably going to have to reschedule the, the debate this week. God. There are plenty of subscription business models uh, on the internet today. And so again, um, I think what you're seeing in the stock is that investors do want to support um, Mr. Musk pushing change. Jason, great to speak with you. Thank you. Go ahead, God of Conquest. God of Conquest 91 <laughs> sent $10. You can't abort the retort. I tease Elton Knight, bitch. Elton's <laughs> going to open a can of whoop ass on Twitter. Hell yeah. It's over. Elton John and Queen. Oh, shit. So, it was going to be this Friday, but I think we're going to have to reschedule that. Because Dawson forgot it was Easter weekend. No! Trying to find a new date for that. God, that sucks. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> let's see. Uh, Chaos Acolyte sent $3. Actually, the more I say it, the more I'm starting to like the name Titter. It just sounds right. <laughs> no. Anonymous sent three dollars tonight as the Kill Elton John stream. Oh, we love Elton. All right, let's see. So I I try to reschedule it for Wednesday. I don't think that's gonna work. So we might just do it the next week. God bless. Uh, Anonymous sent $3, told you he'd piss out. He isn't Christian and lives in Japan. Why does he care about Easter? I don't know. Um, Let's see. He's got, I mean, he does have a reason. I won't go into it. It's his personal. Um, Not about the holiday itself, but he's got some things he's doing. He said he forgot because... It centers around Easter. He didn't say necessarily he was going to make a sacrifice for Easter Sunday or whatever. <laughs> or going to church even. Uh, yeah, this is true. Megafoot dude sent $3. Elton John is gay. Um, So that would be April 22nd. If we did that, we would have blood sports on the 22nd and 23rd. Then we would just have a blood sports weekend. Because that would be Friday and Saturday. Maybe we try to add something that Sunday and just make we didn't I don't think we've ever done a full weekend. 
a festival. We have done festivals, but just like all at once. But you know, like a music festival, right? They have different days. Like the Beale Street Music Festival, which is coming up at the end of this month. Oh, shit. Nobody's bad enough to go, though. Fuck. I don't really want to. I mean, I want to go, but it's like, uh, I'd have to fly. It costs too much. I know we still haven't done the Scott Hall tribute. Anyway, he said he would reschedule it <coughs> for the next week, but I was trying to get it set up this week. Uh, I'll see if that Wednesday is available. If not, we'll just do it the next week after. I don't think Dawson's going to not do the debate. I would be surprised uh, if he backed out completely. All right, let me call Patrick Holly. Shall I call him up? I think I should. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I guess let me test it, make sure this works. That was on my playlist. Okay. Uh, okay. Ethan Ralph, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Patrick Halley, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm just fine, Ralph. Rambling about America, doing my work. Well, rambling about America, that sounds like my work, too, I have to say. Uh, now, how you been recently? Well, you know, I'm good. I've been in good health. I've been in good spirits. Uh, we've been knocking out some good investigative stories here. This uh, University of Pennsylvania scandal with Joe Biden's getting bigger. It's all over the New York Post, the Chinese donations. Uh, we got, uh, I mean, we still got a lot of clout. We're keeping this Biden guy on the ropes. His administration's in chaos. Uh, you know, obviously the Republicans are going to win a big victory this year one way or another. What does that mean for us going forward? But, you know, clearly the momentum's on our side. Now, why don't you expound upon that a little bit? Because I don't even think I know the full story on that. On the uh, just the shift back toward the Republicans, basically. Well, no, that I know the story. Those... No, no, no. What you were talking about with the with the story at first, the Biden, uh, the Biden stuff, the Biden stuff. So, University of Pennsylvania, as I revealed, Joe Biden's making money off of the um, vaccine sales. The more vaccines that get sold, the more money that uh, the University of Pennsylvania gets. University of Pennsylvania general funds fund the uh, Biden Center, which is the think tank, the revolving door think tank, kind of like the Clinton Foundation for the Bidens. Right. And so it's, it's funded directly by UPenn. They have a licensing agreement where they get paid for not only FDA approvals, but also for the vaccine sales of BioNTech, Pfizer vaccines. So Biden's getting rich on that. And plus, since I uh, broke this now, the uh, University of Pennsylvania organization is in chaos and it's all coming out that uh, communist China has been... Uh, just funneling money in there to buy Sleepy Joe for years. Well, Beijing Biden. I mean, we heard that before. Um, sure. now and then they got the laptop. So you got Jack Maxey, who was um, the guy who was responsible for getting the laptop out to the public. He's, you know, flooded the country now. And, um, you know, uh, it's obvious that the Mossad has been using contents from the laptop to blackmail Biden, and so have the Chinese. So. Well, and that thing's pretty much been confirmed even by the mainstream sources at this point, right? The laptop. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. 
Now, let's see here. Why don't we talk a little bit about, we can go back into Biden. How do you think, how do you see Biden recently? Uh, and I know Tucker did a story last week saying that, uh, you know, maybe some people in the, in the Democratic Party maneuver, are, are maneuvering to kind of try to replace him or, or go a different direction. Do you see that or are they going to rot it out? Well, he's just a rotting bag of skin. He is really just a bizarro funhouse mirror of post-industrial American decline and one decomposing, rotting, old boomer husk of flesh. And it's sad to see. And he it, it really is a psyop. Um, the fact that they make him look so weak, the fact that they trot him out there in order to have his little mental episodes where he's telling stories about Big Mama or corn pop or whatever you know it's a psyop to make america look weaker because that benefits china and that benefits our global enemies as they want our president to look as weak as possible but biden's not the president he was illegitimately fraudulently elected but republicans don't have the balls to overturn the election so they're a bunch of quizlings and pussies so now what do you think about uh, you know i saw this on your timeline i i guess i talked about it a little bit on twitter myself uh i haven't played this video actually i just saw it on your timeline though uh dr oz got the trump endorsement yesterday um and it's not been going over uh that well uh, but i haven't seen this clip he tried to bully wendy williams into taking the vaccine wait what okay um let me play that. It's two minutes i don't know how much we might not play the whole clip but Let's see. Uh, well, it looks like I guess he bullies her for two straight minutes. What is this? Okay, hold on. Let me play this. Are you planning on getting your vaccine? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> First off, fucking hilarious that Wendy Williams just goes, uh, no, I'm not taking that. I don't trust it. <laughs> I've never gotten the flu shot either, though, and you and I have talked about that, and several of the doctors on my team talked to me about, Wendy, we'll get the flu shot. I'm I've never had the flu. I'm not getting a flu shot. I very rarely get a cold. I never have headaches. I don't take an aspirin because I feel my heart yeah. murmur or something like that. I'm not getting. No, I don't trust it. There, I said it. Yeah. So let me Damn. go back to the vaccines for a second, because what you wow, say. Wow, that's one of the more, more base commentaries I've heard on the vaccine in the media, I think, out of anybody. It is so important to a lot of people. I mean, millions and millions She's of Americans. She's way off the. Usually, even if they're you know anti-vax or they'll usually say like, "Oh, I'm just you know following personal." You know what I mean? Like they'll kind of hem and haw, right? Like, and they won't really say. Ethan, would you agree that the uh, that the white millennial man and the white zoomer man is is now the the true Negro in our society? (laughs) Did you see the way I got treated in my home today when the police fucking I got swatted uh, and I had guns Uh, in my face? Yeah, it was like uh, you know some bull Connor shit. Uh, glad they didn't shoot your dog, man. I'm glad they didn't shoot the dog, too. I'm going to say, Wendy Williams didn't get a vaccine, so I don't want to get a vaccine. So let me just ask you hey, me. if there's anything that could happen that would make you. Yeah, feel- I base my health care on what Wendy Williams come from. 10 million people get vaccinated without a problem. Your neighbor gets vaccinated. As sibling, your son gets vaccinated. Someone that's dear to you gets vaccinated and does well. That might make you think, you know, just to get past no. the hassle of having to lie on my back recovering from COVID-19 or maybe not recovering uh, is not worth the risk that I might actually consider this vaccine. I'm not getting the vaccine. (laughs) Listen, 10 million people and more have the flu vaccine and how many people per year catch the flu? Damn, I've never seen this before. uh, uh, No, I'm not getting the vaccine, Dr. Oz. I'm not. I don't trust it. (laughs) 
And is there something in particular you don't trust about it? The fact that it was made quickly, the fact that we don't have <laughs> the fact that you're pushing it, Doctor Oz. I think that's our question. What, what, what specifically is bothering you about it? Doctors you. are really smart people, but doctors don't know everything, and that's been proven as well. I'm not getting the vaccine. <laughs> And I'm not saying that you shouldn't get the vaccine. Yeah, you should have a lot of vaccines. $3 Trump slash Wendy 2024. Make America groovy again. Also, Dr. Oz is a vax salesman, not a doctor. Everybody watching, I'm just saying. Yeah, Dr. Oz, you should I'm have not getting the vaccine. You should have Wendy's dose, I think. Uh, damn, I hadn't seen that clip before. Holy shit. Any, any thoughts on that? I've not seen that before. You know, Trump doesn't have, you know, it, it, it's, it's bothersome that Trump as a national figure is able to go around and tell people what they should think about the Pennsylvania Senate race. Same way it bothers me when Kevin, you know, uh, McCarthy, uh, you know, is trying to get uh, uh, wheelchair Madison Cawthorn off of the uh, committees there because he blew the whistle on the coke orgies, right? It's like, who are you, bro? You're national. You're the union. You're the union whip. Like, you know, and um, so, I mean, I love Pennsylvania. Um, I've been in Pennsylvania in every election, including the ones that uh, that Trump was uh, successful. And it's like, um, you know, I'm, I'm never voting for somebody who's pushing this vaccine. And um, in Pennsylvania, you know, you had Trump previously go for this guy, Lou Barletta, in a winnable race, lost that one. Um, these establishment picks don't do very well in Pennsylvania. So right now in Pennsylvania, you've got the uh, governor candidate, Doug Mastriano, and then you've got Teddy Daniels running for lieutenant governor. That's a strong ticket. But um, like this Dr. Oz guy for Senate, like, no, that's that's not that's not true to what people want in Pennsylvania. So um, Susie Wiles is the lady who is all tied in with Trump's endorsements. Many of them are terrible. And so it's Susie Wiles who's, uh, you know, making a lot of these endorsements I hear. And it's, it's not going good. So Susie Wiles is the problem. All right. Now let's go into some of your stories. Exposed Mitt Romney's globalist Ghislaine Maxwell and Planned Parenthood ties. First off, Mitt Romney, I said this the other day. Um, I think he's one of my most despised just politicians, period, right? Like he's just Good. you know Good. what I mean? Like he's just he's yeah. always been shit, dude. He's always just a con man of the highest order and he's yeah. really slimy. He made his fortune off you know, bankrupting good American companies and paying himself yeah. a bunch of consulting fees and he's a he's just mm-hmm. a really bad person. Yeah, I agree 100%. His whole Bain Capital was financed by Ghislaine Maxwell's father, Robert Maxwell, the very well-known Israeli spy. And so that's where Mick got his money from to break apart all of these companies. And, of course, that serves the interests of Robert Maxwell. It serves the interests of Israel. And then Ghislaine Maxwell had a little pedo Disney World for her entire uh, adult life, you know, because she got the keys to the Mossad from her dad. So these sicko psychopaths, we know what they're all about. We know what these uh, globalist baby eating demons are all about. Watching the country music awards and they have like all these black guys in cowboy hats now who are like, you know, get the vaccines. Like I thought this was the country music awards, but um, yeah, no, I guess, I guess it's all about dying for Israel, right? And uh, flyover country here in flyover country. Yeah, that's what they really care about in flyover country, dying for Israel. But the chaos acolyte yeah. says, what the fuck? I love daytime TV retards now. Daytime TV has always been based, I have to say. Um, has it, yeah. Yeah, daytime TV. Well, I mean, also just crazy, too. But uh, What do you think about Elon Musk? We were talking about that for a good portion of the start of the show. Is he going to continue on uh, the path of fucking with Twitter and buying up more of their stock, or is he just going to? 
let it go here. He said he wasn't going to join the board of directors. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see, but uh, hopefully serious about protecting some kind of free speech because it's a human rights issue. So anybody who's in a position to help with uh, free speech better do it right now because uh, the authoritarianism is basically snuffing out the last uh, vestiges of freedom all over the world. But you're also seeing a massive pushback by the people all over the world, too, which is very inspiring. So I, it's an interesting time to be alive. Yeah, and I guess my thing with him, too, is I don't know. I just wonder how much is is he fucking around. I kind of think he'll keep fucking around with him. But is he really, like, willing to push it? Or is he just kind of, is this just like a joke uh, that he's going to kind of back off <laughs> back off of before it's, uh, before it's over with? Uh, now, this, I don't know the full story on. I think this just came out today actually uh on a national file here uh by you uh biden regime called out for signing off on bill gates mosquito army despite mm-hmm. safety concerns uh and i think you also had a quote from bill gates i'll see if i can find that but what's the what's going on here so what you have is bill gates is funding oxytech which is releasing the genetically modified mosquitoes they're claiming that these mosquitoes are going to bring down the mosquito population because they can't, uh, you know, reproduce allegedly, but that's been debunked. And so really, um, there's just these like mutant Frankenstein, uh, mosquitoes being released in Florida and California. And, uh, the Joe Biden regime is all for it. The EPA quietly pushed it through and Bill Gates is going to release this mosquito army and it's already underway. Why are we letting this happen, dude? Like that just sounds frightening. Just even the thought of that, uh, and these people are still yeah. playing around with mosquitoes and viruses and concocting stuff in labs. That's yeah. obviously what happened with Corona. I mean, that's not even really a question. I don't think at this point. The, the Russians. So the Russians have said that the Pentagon is transporting fleas and insects and bats out of this lab in Ukraine. Uh, this is what these people do. And so, you know, Bill Gates is obsessed with vaccinating the entire world and. You know, there's no, there's literally no oversight over this madman. I don't care what any of these congressmen have to say. If you're not hauling in Bill Gates and saying, hey, man, you can't just release genetically you know, modified mosquitoes. You can be the biggest libertarian in the world. I think everyone would agree if we're going to have a government. The point of government should be to protect the people from madmen, from malevolent psychopaths who are ruining the world like Bill Gates. So if nobody's going to haul this guy in and say, what's up with the mosquitoes? I mean, this is a massive number of mosquitoes that he's unleashing. It's literally armies of mosquitoes into the air. Right. Yeah. Somebody, can somebody just put the kibosh on Bill Gates fucking around with shit? Like, I think that that's, uh, it would be nice if somebody did that. Uh, Also, let's see, this is another story. I know I'm jumping around between stories, but uh, I'm trying to cover uh, a lot of ground here while we have you. Uh, This is the mass mandate, I guess, getting uh, reintroduced in Philadelphia. Um, now I guess they're saying the cases have jumped. I have that. Also, Jada Pinkett's quote. Um, I think I'll probably have to get your take on that. Uh, Jason Martinez here in the Fox 29 newsroom. We're about to receive an update from Philadelphia's health. Okay, I'm not going to play this whole thing, but I'll play the intro so people can, can get an idea of what's going on. Commissioner, that would be Dr. Cheryl Bettigol on COVID-19. The big question we're all waiting to find out is, will a rise in cases mean the indoor mask mandate is back in the city of Philadelphia? Let's listen in, Dr. Sherry Bettigol. Representative asks questions, and then we limit questions to two or fewer. Please keep your questions focused on the topic of the COVID pandemic and the city's response to it. We will begin our briefing with opening remarks from Health Commissioner Dr. Cheryl Bedigal. Dr. Bedigal, oh my you have God. the floor. 
I don't want to watch this. Anyway, they reintroduced the mask mandate. Is it going to sweep back into a mode where they feel that they have control? Obviously, they had a massive amount of success in ruining people's lives, terrorizing people, getting their satanic, you know, Aleister Crowley energy uh, during the coronavirus lockdown. And so they want that again. They want that demonic energy again. They thrive off the suffering of people. That's why all these... Uh, creepy pedos around Hillary Clinton. You always hear similar things about them, like Ed Buck. He thrived off of the energy of the black men that he was killing in these weird, you know, mess. What what that means is they thrive off of our energy. It's been said over and over and over again. Whatever uh, these people are, you know, they thrive off of our suffering, and that is the the energy that drives them. Uh, by the way, people were asking why. I guess they're like I said earlier, they're citing rising cases or whatever. I mean, it's just a control thing, though, obviously. Um, and honestly, if it was such a threat, they're not kicking it in till next week either, which doesn't make any sense to me. If it's if there's rising cases, if it's a big fucking problem, maybe no, you, no. you know, wouldn't you do it immediately? Does that even make any sense? What? No, it doesn't. No, it's a scam. It's a big scam, Demic. <laughs> Right? That doesn't make any sense at all, does it? Uh, all right. Now, what other topic? Oh, Russia. I guess we could talk about that, too, because I told you we would bring that up. Uh, Russia, Ukraine. Do you think? Now, I know that they've been talking on the, the news the last couple of days uh, like they're scared of the offensive Russia's about to mount in the east. Um, what do you? Where do you see this going? Is Russia going to make a big move or is it going to break off? I mean, it's obvious that Russia is taking office and Russia's losing a lot of tanks and you know, Russia's not, you know, I mean, Russia's getting damaged, certainly, but at the same time, Ukraine is totally unable to defeat them. So it looks like this is just going to continue to be locked in this uh, war mode for a long time. And the CIA is already involved in a hot war against the Russians because they're training the paramilitary groups that are fighting Russia. And so <laughs> the U.S. is already there, boots on the ground, 100%. Um, oh, yeah. And so, yeah, this, I mean, it's going to be a long conflict. And uh, I'm sure that, you know, uh, somebody up in the satanic cabal is uh, getting off to the fact that it's a white on white boy brother war. But, you know, uh, it's really about oil. I mean, that's that's really what uh, what it boils down to. They hate Vladimir Putin because he has oil and they want all that money. So now we have to talk. I don't remember if we talked Will Smith last. I don't think that was I think that happened. I'm not sure if you've been here 100 percent since that happened or not. Uh, but I want to get your t- <laughs> Your take on this clip, which I don't think I've played this clip yet on the air. I did retweet it over there on uh, the cesspool Twitter itself, Titter, as Elon said. Now, let's play this. Just let this. This is one of the most, what is it, damaged? The uh, Jared Leto Joker with the damaged tattoo on their head or some shit. It's like that level of a fucking commentary here from Jada Pinkett Smith. My grandmother taught me about self-pleasuring because she <laughs> wanted me to know that that pleasure was from me. Exactly. She didn't want me to fall into the hands of a man and if he gave me pleasure to think that that was him. Yeah. And she taught me at nine. Now, at nine years old, Patrick. Ugh. Ugh. Can- First off, Will, that Will happening. Smith, then, Will Smith uh, has been tortured. Will Smith has been tortured into this. You know, Will Smith is one of these New World Order puppets. He's talked about how he's gotten the super classified briefings on, uh, you know, extraterrestrial life because he was in Men in Black and Independence Day. He's been to the White House and talked to Obama about aliens. And he's just such a 
piece of crap. Like his movies aren't good. It's always just like the homeless guy who became a stockbroker. Some, some it's like the Fresh but... Prince is a stockbroker. Yeah, it's like okay. Yeah. And then and then uh, you know he he has there was some poster where he's like I stand with Israel. It's like oh I bet you do. <laughs> uh, I bet uh, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein uh, has, has I don't know. I mean. Will Smith, I mean, she, I mean, she was with Tupac like back in the day, and so and then she gets with Will Smith, who wasn't really a rapper. He was like getting jiggy with it. He was like this. He was like the MSNBC boomer liberal, black <laughs> yeah. Guy, you know, yeah, like the like the super normie. This like, woman has just tortured him into <laughs> ruining himself. Like they won't let you listen to the gangster rap, so you have to listen to Will Smith, your parents, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. What about his? Um, sorry, I'm eating M and M's. I thought you were going to talk longer. <laughs> um, what about his? Um, I guess he resigned from, or not resigned, but uh, quit the academy. I guess resigned. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and then they banned him for ten years. Do you think? First off, the thing was staged at all, and uh, you know the slap of Chris Rock, uh, and what's going to happen? Like, is this going to actually benefit him long run, or what's going to happen with this? Well, he's going to miss out on a lot of baby dinners, and <clears throat> you know. Obviously, he's going to be pissed about not getting the adrenochrome, you know, after all the Academy events. But, you know, um, I do not believe necessarily that it was uh, that it was staged. You, the uh, the joke was sort of uh, impromptu. It wasn't in the script or whatever. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it was staged because we know, you know, um, the Freemasonic, all the Freemasonic imagery. Will Smith had sort of he was doing the hidden hand when he was up there. So I, I could definitely see that something like that could be staged where they make him do a humiliation ritual. But I don't know. It's quite possible that he just uh, melted down and made a fool of himself. And Hollywood looks pretty bad about this. I mean, they have a multi, multi, multi million dollar industry to try to protect the image of these idiots like Will Smith. And so when it breaks down, you know, and they're exposed for just being ridiculous people, I think that's a good thing. So, yeah, I do too. Uh, now let's see. Let me look through here. Uh, I think there might be a couple super chats too. Uh, let me turn that on. Also, my PC's acting up, so if it freezes or something, uh, you'll know what happened. Uh oh, I see a couple. Fisherman sent ten dollars. Doctor Oz has been a fraud for a while. He stole his keto shilling phase. Uh, so that... I get this call uh, from the Doctor Oz show. And they wanted to do a whole show on body types, um, a whole hour, um, because I actually have a lot of information on videos, on the internet about body types. I wrote a book on body types. It was a bestseller. Um, been working with body types for 10 years. So oh, anyway, I spent the next 30 hours straight compiling all the research I had on body types because we had to condense it into one hour and make it simple. Uh, so I scripted it out. I stuck, stuck my jokes in there, everything for each body type. And I sent it to them. So we were going to, they were going to find All right, now this is long. Hold on, hold on, wait, let me stop this. So it was Tuesday. I'll play, I'll play some more of this here in a minute, but that's a little, it's like 12 minutes. Uh, I'll pull it back up here in a minute after Mr. Howley leaves. Let me play this though. Anonymous sent $3. Patrick, Trump has said, multiple times, Israel should control Congress. Thoughts? What do you, do you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> I'm obviously <laughs> very much against, I'm very much against Israel controlling Congress. I think that is uh, a very bad thing that uh, the founders never intended. 
Um, and, you know, if you go back, it was Alexander Hamilton. This is why the Hamilton's the only founding father that they write their stupid, you know, gay musicals about. But, you know, he was the one who got that, you know, pyramid on the uh, eyeball in the back because he was a big bank guy. And Andrew Jackson, who they hate, who they despise, had us, you know, uh, stood up to the banks, had us debt-free, tax-free, just had, you know, just, just a great record of, uh, of, of populism. And then, you know, as the years went on, ultimately we got to the point where 1913 came around and they gave us the Federal Reserve. And ever since then, we've had essentially fiat currency. Henry Kissinger finally got us off of the gold standard at the very end of the Nixon administration. And that was basically it. Um, and so now, as the dollar is just completely being destroyed by inflation, and it's getting, it's probably going to be re, uh, replaced as the world's reserve currency. All of this petrodollar system, all of this globalized economy, it is absolutely breaking down. They can't sustain it anymore, and that is going to have massive problems for us. But at the same time, there are going to be opportunities too, because you know, as they get weaker, uh, we can you know find out how, how we're going to be able to survive. All right, now let's see. There's another ship chat. Let me hit this one. What? Anonymous sent $3. Patrick, are you familiar with the story of Putin kissing a random young boy's belly from the crowd and when asked why he said the boy looked like a kitten? He later killed a reporter calling him a pedophile and mentioning that incident. Well, you know, I do know that Putin is very much against sending Russian kids over to the United States to the elites through adoption. And so when he cut that off, that was the Magnitsky thing that kept getting talked about during the Trump administration. So when he cut that off, Ukraine became their source for babies and for children. Is Vladimir Putin part of the satanic New World Order? And is he part of that? You know, I really, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really not an expert on Russia. And I, I like Russia because um, Putin tends to say nationalist things and expose the West for being um, under the rule of these globalist parasites. So I guess the enemy of my enemy is my friend to some degree, but I don't think that Putin's going to make my life better just by virtue of the fact that I live in an occupied country as a dissident and my own government is, of course, against him. So, you know, I'm being put on the front lines by Hunter Biden, the fucking crackhead. <laughs> Hunter, what is Hunter Biden doing right now, by the way? He's, um, well, his dad really loves him. He's fighting a whole war for him, you know? Um, no, he's, uh, Hunter Biden is uh, a, a prominent person in the criminal mob of Ukraine. It's like George Soros, number one, Hunter Biden, number two. And they've got those bio labs over there, and they do a ton of um, crooked oil business. They want to take out Putin so that they can control all the oil, and uh, they can control all the gas, and um, run it all through Ukraine instead of Russia. That's what it's all about. Billions upon billions upon billions of dollars at stake with these criminals. That's all they care about. But he's still involved, right? Like, he's not just sitting back. Oh, of course. Right? Like, yeah. 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 That's yeah. that's what I wanted. Now, uh, we got a few more minutes here with you before we let you go. What what should people keep their eyes on? Like, what are what are some trends headed into the fall election? Uh, what should we be on? Not necessarily just election, although you can talk about that, too. Um, but, like, where, where are things headed, I guess, just here in the country? Uh, is there is there a couple of uh, story areas you got your eye on as far as that goes, too? Just whatever you want to share here. Yeah, I mean, look, we're dunking all over Joe Biden. And uh, America really, really hates Joe Biden. And this uh, regime is collapsing. Even Tucker said Joe Biden's going to be the last neoliberal president one way or another. And so... You know, this is an opportunity for us to assert ourselves. And, uh, you know, we all know that the Republican Party has been a, a big disappointment, but this is an opportunity for us to seize the day. I'm on Cozy.tv broadcasting um, 
streaming every day and uh, doing a show on Bandot Video. So I put the show up on Bandot Video after, and uh, it's getting good good views. And um, I'm just uh, trying to get the truth out to the people, uh, especially about Pelosi and uh, everything that's going on with all those criminal activities. And some of these people are, are in really big trouble as, um, you know, there are certain third rails in American politics that the politicians aren't supposed to touch. Well, gas prices are through the roof. People notice that. Inflation is through the roof. People notice that. The things that actually um, matter to people in their own daily lives, all of those um, things have been violated, and they realize that their leaders are against them. And so if we don't make the most of this opportunity right now, then we will be forgotten in history, and uh, I, I just don't accept that. All right, well, thank you so much, Mr. Patrick Howley. I appreciate you joining us. Ethan Ralph, you're a good man. I'll see you soon. All right, you have a good one. Also, I see some, I don't even know what's going on outside, but uh, I'll check that out. But thank you, man. I appreciate you joining me. Some type of swatting shit's going on, so I guess give me a sec. I could hear my dog barking during the end of that. Let me see. What could I play? Uh, let me just turn on Al Jazeera, I guess, because I don't know how long it'll take. Okay. We begin with the war in Ukraine and warnings of an escalation in the east. Russia is moving military vehicles towards the front lines of Luhansk, according to its regional governor. Ukraine's defense minister says Moscow is almost ready to launch a major assault. In southeastern Mariupol, soldiers say they're preparing for a last battle after weeks of siege. Rob McBride reports from Lviv in western Ukraine. A drive through the ruins of what was once a bustling suburb of Mariupol. Near the city's Azovstal factory, the scene of fierce fighting, Russian-backed soldiers from the breakaway region of Donetsk are on patrol. Some of them conscripts, like 18-year-old Vladislav Usovich. What can I say? They called me up to go to war. I wasn't hiding from it. I came on my own, a volunteer. All around, evidence of what weeks of intense fighting has reduced much of this city to, with unexpectedly strong resistance. I thought it would go better. I thought it would be faster. Everything is going slowly. The Ukrainians are trained fighters. In other parts of the city, under Russian control, some clearing up is underway, while people try to live as best they can. Russia has blamed what it calls Ukrainian nationalists for what it describes as a humanitarian catastrophe here. But Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky blames Russia's invading army, claiming in an address to parliamentarians in South Korea that tens of thousands of people are likely to have been killed in the city. Mariupol is destroyed. There are tens of thousands of dead. But even so, the Russians do not stop the offensive. They want to make an example of Mariupol. Several hundred people are now thought to have died in a theater where many families had taken refuge. Yeah, so I just got swatted again, actually, the during the uh, during the kill stream there. That was attacked in spite of the words. Except this time it was a bunch of firemen. Being marked clearly it was the like ground. the shit they did last year. And they had some guy here to fucking... To, like, cut off the the gas, which he didn't do, apparently. 
Apparently everything's so, everything's good, but yeah, I just got swatted again. So I could hear the dog barking. Let's see. It was just firemen, though, I think. Well, no, that's not true because there were some cops out there, too. But I didn't see the cops in the house. There were firemen in there, though, and also Pantu. And the baby, but they seem to be doing okay. So, yeah, the firemen, seemed, they were chilling and everything. could use chemical weapons against the Mariupol defenders. We took it extremely seriously. I, I guess I'll have footage of that, too, because it was on the camera. I looked at my camera. That's why I had my phone. Towards the end of the Patrick Howley interview, I had my phone out, the other one. And it had the camera on there. So I was like, oh, shit, what's going on? But, uh, yeah, so I just got swatted again. The UN Security Council has heard that rape is being used as a weapon of war in Ukraine in a session focusing on how the war has impacted women and children. The head of UN Women has called for independent investigations into allegations of sexual violence. Kristen Salumi has more from the United Nations. Women, children, and the elderly make up the majority of the 11 million Ukrainians fleeing conflict, according to the United Nations. They also filled the Krematorsk train station in Donetsk, where a Russian missile struck on Friday. And I'm just saying my 31 years as a humanitarian... Yeah, it's two in one day. I don't think I've ever had two in one day. In so little time. That's the crazy. The fighting on the most vulnerable civilians was presented to the United Nations Security Council on Monday. I took a picture from my upstairs window, um, but it's all on the camera and shit, too. So, um, I saw some cop cars out in the street, but I didn't see any cops like up front. Maybe they knew it was bullshit. I don't know. Yeah, that just happened just now. Yeah. ...to human trafficking and sexual abuse, according to UN experts who said Here, accusations of sexual assault yeah, that in just areas held by Russian forces are on the rise. We know and see and we want you to hear our voices that violence and rape is used now as a weapon of war by Russian invaders in Ukraine. Reports from Kyivska, Khersonska and Chernigivska Oblast reported by the survivors themselves and by the witnesses raped by a group of occupants multiple times. See, there's some of the firefighters. Survivors, their children their family members in front of the family members. I don't know what they told him this time. People. Real cases, real people, real facts. Russia's deputy ambassador denied the accusations. I honestly don't know, Clown World, who did this one. ...for any of these crimes, but it's understandable that you have trampled on the presumption of innocence a long time ago. But other council members called for accountability. Let me be very clear. There must be no We're trying to take my dog out, isn't it? <laughs> against children. In order to That's how come I knew something was going on cuz he was barking his ass off and I was like, "Man, you know what? That would really be something if they swatted me twice in one day." And then I went downstairs and the fucking firemen were already in here talking to Pansu. She was calling down the baby. The baby wasn't crying though. But um and they're like, yeah, we got this call or whatever. I was like, well, this is fucked up because it just happened earlier today. Like, how can the fuck can this happen twice in one day? Like, This is not, I mean, obviously something is amiss, right? If this is, If there's any type of way for this to happen twice in one day, something is fucked up with y'all's end at this point.
Right? This is crazy. Another $544 million for the delivery of... Zwebel says I think it's coordinated. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. ...additional weapons to Ukraine. The bloc's foreign policy chief, Joseph Burrell... They say your neighbors must be... I don't talk to my neighbors. <laughs> there's, there's also been talk of more... Yeah, I just got swatted during the show again. And I got swatted during my show earlier. I guess we'll see if I get another one tomorrow. ...sanctions against Russia. On sanctions, we continue discussing about how to implement these sanctions to avoid any kind of loopholes. We measure the impact that these sanctions are having on the Russian you economy. You motherfucker. And we will continue discussing in order to see what else can be done. Fisherman, I'll pull up your video in a sec. You're still there. Including sanctions. And well, I'll do it anyway, whether you're still there or not. Yes. Russia's foreign minister says statements by the EU's foreign policy chief on supplying Ukraine with more weapons will change the rules of the game. Sergei Lavrov says Joseph Burrell's remarks confirm the EU is building what he called a kind of collective military structure. This is a very serious turning point, even in the policy that the EU and the West on the whole, undeniably under the United States' leadership, has been pursuing since the start of our special military operation. This policy reflects embitterment and even fury in some respects. And, of course, it's been determined certainly not only by Ukraine, but also by the fact that Ukraine has been transformed into a foothold for completely suppressing Russia and submitting Russia to the global system being built by the West, which has always kept moving closer to our borders, contrary to all promises it gave, despite the end all of the right. Cold War and despite the Warsaw Pact and the Soviet Union's disappearance. I'm thinking the swatting might be over for today. <laughs> I don't know for sure. February 24th, the day the war began, Russell Serdar sat down with What's going on on RT News? I haven't checked them out in a minute. Uh, let me see here. They're still up on Odyssey, right? I actually haven't checked them out in a minute. Let's see. Um, yep, they're still up. Let's see. Madeline Key, even mentioned one specific official, uh, Donald Lee, who is oh, they're uh, not even talking about you, um, uh, Secretary of State in charge of um, South and Central Asian Affairs, a man who's been, uh, who's worked a lot in our region. And uh, there are lots and lots of speculations that um, probably on the way. Yeah. of Imran Khan has a lot to do with Pakistan making its foreign policy far more multivectoral and trying not to distance itself from the United States. They still are in favor of uh, strong ties with America, but also branching out to China Russia and the rest. I had a chance to interview him uh, last month and uh, I hope we can run one of the clips from that interview. Uh, let me just go back in history. Uh, when the Cold War was, uh, you know, ravaging the uh. the world was divided into blocks. Pakistan moved in with the United States. We became part of the bloc in the Cold War with the U.S. India actually stayed neutral, but it was very close to the Soviets. Uh, now, when I look back, I think initially Pakistan needed help because of when we became independent, we were impoverished. There were millions of refugees. $3. I don't know if Mr. Hawley can solve this swatting mystery. 
but I bet someone who moonlights in a Rorschach mask who's never been seen at the same time probably could. But, you know, beyond uh, 10 years or so, we should have then been non-aligned, independent country, uh, stood on our own feet, not relied on aid. We became part of a bloc because we got foreign aid. When you look back, foreign aid is a curse for a country because you do not fix your own systems, you do not raise your own revenues, you don't increase your exports, you rely on handouts, and it stops a country evolving and developing and becoming self-reliant. So the, the world being divided into Cold War blocks and Pakistan becoming part of a block, when you look back, uh, it stopped us from developing as a country. It does seem as though Imran Khan's popularity... All right, this thing's breaking up. I can't did watch a, this. A YouTube I can't watch this. No! I can watch this, though, which I wanted to watch earlier on Tequila Sunrise, but I forgot. The legal drama between former Hollywood couple Johnny Depp and Amber Heard enters a new phase today as the two sides face off in a Virginia courtroom. Also, yeah. I will play that clip next, Fisherman. What is What do we have to learn about Dr. Oz's chicanery? Is suing Heard for $50 million, claiming she defamed him. The trial is expected to feature a long list of celebrity witnesses, including Elon Musk and James Franco. Apparently there's some sort of high-toned and fancy to-do up at the fort, eh? The Pirates of the Caribbean star filed the lawsuit against Heard in 2019 after she published an op-ed in the Washington Post writing from the perspective of, quote, a public figure uh, yeah. representing domestic abuse. The op-ed does not identify her ex-husband by name, but lawyers for Depp say Heard damaged his reputation, claiming that because of the allegations of abuse, Mr. Depp lost movie roles Many and such bullshit cases, might I if say. there are enough indicators that the person she was making reference to is Johnny Depp, that would be sufficient uh, for his lawsuit to move forward. Heard's lawyers call the lawsuit frivolous, saying they will prevail Elon in got served. defeating this groundless lawsuit. What did he get served? The former couple's saga dates back to 2016 when Heard submitted photos of herself with a bruised face in court. Yeah, I got swatted about 20 minutes ago. As she obtained a restraining order against Depp. He called the abuse claims categorically false, claiming they were a hoax to generate publicity for Heard's career. This weekend, Heard defended the Washington Post op-ed, writing, I never named him. Rather, I wrote about the price women pay for speaking out against men in power. I continue to pay that price. In 2020, Depp lost a lawsuit against a British tabloid that labeled him a, quote, wife beater. He and Heard are both expected to testify at this trial. Hi, everyone. Damn, I wish, see, Court TV was talking like this was going to be on TV the other day. I mean, it's not, unfortunately. So can I get one of these? Oh, how good would that have been? Instead, we get nothing. Instead, we get nothing. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? Oh, yeah, I did want to see this. I don't even know what this is about. I just know it involves Brian Stelter. Oh, wait, before I do Fisherman, though. What did you have, sir? What did you have? All right, let's see. I thought I saved that somewhere. Dr. Berg. Who is Dr. Berg? All right. Is that a alternate name for Dr. Oz? So I get this call uh, from the Dr. Oz show, and they wanted to do a whole show on body types. 
um, a whole hour. Um, because I actually have a lot of information on videos they put this out? on the internet about body types. I wrote a book on body types. Oh, it's it a bestseller. Um, been working with body types for 10 years. So anyway, I okay. email, not even a call, get an email. It says, uh, sorry, Dr. Berg, we're going in a different direction. Uh, sorry, we're not going to do the show. So I'm like, oh, that was a waste of 30 hours. So I was a little bit pissed, you know. But I was okay with it. I mean, I told my mom and I told patients and things. But what really got me, about a month later, I get this link from one of my patients. Can you see yourself in one of these pictures? Do you carry your weight in your belly? The or are you knows. bottom heavy? Or he a sheep or like a box? Well, if so, you've just found the first secret to unlocking your body's fat-burning furnace, your body type. Now, whether you're an apple, a pear, or a box, your body type has a direct effect on your metabolism. So today, I'm giving you my secrets. Pretty the sure Dr. Oz got all kinds of crazy scandals. Charge your metabolism. Selling wild shit. For your body type. Dr. Jeffrey Morrison is a nutrition specialist. He studied yeah, the link a, between There's a John Oliver video on him from like seven years ago. Metabolism and body type for over 10 years. Welcome to the show. Well, Dr. Oz, when you're... Uh... 18 years old, basically you can eat just about anything you want and your weight doesn't change. And with each decade, you get older, your metabolism slows and your hormones change. As you uh, get into your 40s, then the metabolism starts changing even more and the hormones keep on getting imbalanced. Kioskwin sent $3 every time they swat your house use Freedom of Information Act to get the police body, dash cams along with copies of all reports and emails associated with the event. <laughs> Cops will suddenly become motivated to solve the mystery. Yeah, because they have to do more paperwork, yeah. And people's body shape will change. Yeah, I think I will, actually. ...on the hormones and fat gets accumulated where Two the hormones day, kind are of me off. So in your 20s, anyone can lose weight. But when you get in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, things change. At least they didn't have fucking guns drawn this time. Hormones change and your metabolism slows down. And certain hormones will cause... Uh, fat to accumulate in the hips versus in the midsection versus just all over the body. And that also can be a predictor for what type what of, is this? of health problems a person could be at risk for. If you look around, you're going to notice that most people fall into one of four body shapes. Some people hold their weight in the stomach as a sagging belly. Some people as a protruded some people hold their weight in the saddlebag hip area and the arms. Yet other people will be big everywhere. Well, the apple shape uh, generally gains weight in their midsection. They tend to have a round face. They what are we looking for here, though? I thought this was some big thing against Dr. Oz. Accumulate weight in their upper back, and they tend to have small... What, did he just steal this guy's material? ...legs. Uh, it has a lot to do with an imbalance in a certain... Don't we have somebody shitting on Dr. Oz? Let's see if we can find that. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's got to be something. I thought Steve Bannon shit on him the other day. Trump endorsed Oz because he was on TV. Yeah, that's true. I think that's true. Uh, oh, this is the actual endorsement itself. 
Well, Mr. President, I always pay close attention to what gets the loudest chance. We're in North Carolina, nowhere near the border, but build the wall seems to be getting the biggest uh, chance today. Yeah, build the wall is right, and we've built most of it, and we would have had it finished in three weeks. And this administration didn't want to do it. Uh, we built a tremendous section of it. We had to wait two and a half years because we got sued by the Democrats 11 different times. We ended up winning all the lawsuits, and now the wall's almost complete. And they don't want to finish that last little section, but uh, it'll get completed. Title 42, they're going to get rid of that. That's yeah. kept a lot of Americans safe. Why do you think they're doing that, knowing it's going to precipitate a humanitarian crisis worse than the one we already have? It's not even believable, but they just want people pouring into our country, and they'll come in by the tens of millions. This isn't 3 million or 4 million. These are 10 million, 12 million people coming in. And these are people that, in many cases, you don't want in our country. They're from prison. Kobe, go. Kobe Killer Clown sent $3 fatties star dinner jumps. These people are kind artists. People's lack of activity is why they are fat. Looks at you, my chubby friend. No good, no good. Wall is never going up the tar daddies. No good, no good. Prisons, they're, they're convicts, they're, uh, they're drug dealers, traffickers. It's a disgrace what's happening to our country. What they're doing on our border is a disgrace. What they did in Afghanistan is a disgrace, the way they, they incompetently pulled out. It's very sad, very sad for our country. We also had two people accredited in the Gretton Witchmer kidnapping case right. this week. The Im implication there is that there may have been entrapment. And I guess two mistrials yes. on top of it. Jury. Yeah, that was another interesting one. I wonder how she figures in that. Uh, that would look like a that looked like a pretty strange deal. That looked like a setup from from day one. And uh, <laughs> that's the uh, Michigan stuff, which we really didn't talk about. But uh, the feds lost their case up there, and I guess they're going to retry a couple of the people because uh, two of them I think are off completely. I don't know. We'll pull up something on that in a minute. Actually, that'd be a good idea. I think it's making a lot of people look very bad right now. Okay, Mr. President, yeah. I understand you're going to make some endorsements very soon in really Ohio bad. as well, but also you got one for Pennsylvania. Well, That's I one do to focus I on actually. Literally, as I'm focus on big. Roboc4T sent $3. What's the name of the 90s TV show where those two guys came on and talked about Holocaust denial? Montel Williams. That was the name of it. Montel Williams show. Walking up, we endorse Dr. Oz. I've known him for a long time. He's a tremendous guy. Very Dr. smart. Dr. Oz sucks. Harvard educated. I do understand. Like, I mean, I guess Trump's friends with him or whatever, and he's the guy he knows off TV. I, I, I'm not going to get as mad about it. Like, that's the least shocking... That's not even the worst Trump endorsement. It's like, of course he endorsed Dr. Oz. <laughs> was there ever any doubt he was going to endorse Dr. Oz? No. Um, <laughs> I've seen way worse. I've seen a lot worse from Trump. I mean, that's so, not really a good defense of what he did, but I'm just saying. From our irony files, this is like one of the greatest stories ever. So the University of Chicago's Institute of Politics and the Atlantic Magazine just hosted a conference, no self-awareness whatsoever, entitled Disinformation. By the way, I'll see. Pansu, maybe if she's listening, maybe we'll get the footage of the, of the news SWAT while we're doing the show today. Um, I don't know. If not, we'll have it probably for tomorrow. It's not really – I guess it's not as crazy as the other one. At least I don't think they had guns drawn, but there was a ton of people out there. Shit's ridiculous that they could do that twice in one day. It honestly is. Anonymous sent three dollars. It's not denial. It's fact checking. Yeah, Trump endorsed Oz. What was the name of the show? The Montel Williams Show. Erosion of democracy. 
So it is say they invited all of your favorite purveyors of disinformation and exponents of censorship. Barack Obama, Jonah Goldberg, and Applebaum, and of course, Brian Stelter. There was yeah, no Donahue IQ had bar, some. apparently. What the speakers didn't count on, the expected hours of just bloviating, is no. that there are... Wally sent $3. Mike Gibbons is also a doctor. A doctor of pain. I'm trying to bring it back. Oh, shit. Let's bring it back. Oh, we've reached out to Ohio's... Uh, Ohio Senate candidate. What's his name? Uh, I don't know. But the other guy. The dude from India. Still a couple of kids at the University of Chicago who are awake enough to say, wait a second, what are you talking about? Springer's better than Maury. I'm sorry. I see I see your chart in the chat. Um, I would say old school Donahue was really class. Um, but Springer, late 90s Springer is just like the, it's so 90s. Like I said, we were watching it and I was just like, I felt like this was, I mean, I grew up watching this stuff. It was just like, oh man, this was, people were, I could, we were going back like you would go back and forth talking about what happened on wrestling that week, what happened on Springer that day, and people were rushing to get home to watch it. Uh, I remember, of course, during the summer I would just watch it, but during the um, during the school year, um, actually school got out at three thirty at junior high, and Springer was like halfway over. But I'd always make it home to listen to the audience questions and see the very end, uh, and then finally I'd get to where I'd have it taped and shit. Like it was that fucking wild. Oh, dude, the industrial theme thesis were the best. Oh, dude. Let me see if I can find one. This one was from 1998. I mean, prime time gets no better. This is when they were selling the Too Hot for TV tapes, and it was just like, and TV itself was hot as fuck. Bitches just flashing their tits in the middle of the show, no fucks given. Disinformation? I like just absolutely knocking the shit out of each other. Anonymous sent $3 Donahue versus Skinheads is a classic. Oh, dude. Well, yeah, there used to be all KKK, Grand Dragons on there, people getting their nose broken and shit. It was excellent. Here's one exchange. Girls Gone Wild, yeah. <laughs> We've all spoken extensively about Fox News being a purveyor of uh, disinformation. Should we do a Springer? You know what? We were talking about a Scott Hall. Maybe we should do a Springer retrospective, too. I wonder if there, there's got to be a site with some of those. Oh, I want some 1997, 1998. Springers, that's what we need. Donahue was not over. Nah, dude, I'm sorry, not over that prime Springer, that two year period. I don't think so. Uh, but CNN is right up there with them. They pushed the Russian collusion hoax. They pushed the Jesse. Of course, hate a Springer. Well, yeah, it is an acquired taste, I guess. Hoax. They smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a rapist, and they also. Oh, did they did they mention Jesse Smollett? We haven't heard this for the nighttime show. We played it earlier today. Jesse has a song for you all. He just wants you to listen. Please listen. Please listen, Kobe. Kobe sent three dollars. How about a Martin Downey Jr. and Jing Chang and Smoke Tonset? Yelling one down there. What about this though? This is Jesse. You have to listen. Guys, please listen. I have to unmute it. Please listen. Jesse Smollett. They held in on not solving the crime. Joey Jojo sent $3. Member what killed daytime trash TV? The yeah. guy on Jenny Jones killed a queer to confess his man love on air. You kids don't know what you missed. Yeah, that was crazy because they set him up. It was on some ambush TV bullshit. 
uh, and they're like, this gay dude was like, oh, I got a crush on you, and da da da, and they made this guy look ridiculous. Anyway, he went up and killed. He killed that gay guy after the show, and uh, there was a lawsuit about that. Not only that, that lawsuit was on TV, and the gay guy's family, or not the gay, yeah, I think the gay guy's family, I believe that was who sued. Anyway, the people who sued. Uh, it was either him or the other guy, the one who did the killing. I can't remember, but I think it was the gay guy's family who sued. I don't remember, but I remember Jeffrey Figer was the attorney, uh, and they won against Jenny Jones. That was a really good trial, by the way. He just completely dominated that trial. Jeffrey Figer, talking head attorney. I don't think he goes on TV as much anymore. But when I growing when I was growing up, he was one of the like main guys, main attorneys who would go on TV. I'm trying to see is that not on his Wikipedia? Man, Wikipedia sucks. How's that not on there? Honestly, don't see it. It's crazy. Oh yeah, Scott Amador. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the gay guys family. That was a good trial, though. One of the classics. Justin, tell them, baby. The LMS of race and trans and homophobia that's taking lives. But turn around and act like I'm the one that killed the strides. Maybe we stick together. Maybe we read more. Instead of saying that it's above me now, brother, you sure? I can't be mad. Take my ego out. Some people searching for fame. Some people chasing that clout. Just remember this. This ain't that situation. You think I'm stupid enough to keep my reputation? Just simply to look like a victim. Justin, tell him. I better look at someone else. The wrong one. But I want to thank y'all. I know I still got you. It's for the people who kept it real, kept it true. Like, let me phrase that, cuz. The narrative they played. I really understand the reason why y'all felt betrayed. They had my own people. Thoughts going off the wall. Nah, my own people. Still got love for y'all. We'll meet again. Talk like real men instead of sharing shaded rooms and up on CNN. Oh, DD12 no. sent three dollars. Reverend Jackson fight. Go to six thirty-six. Oh shit. Thunder's mad loud. Still, I'm pushing through the clouds. All I ever really wanted to do is make my people proud. Fame is nothing real. It's how you make them feel. Celebrity. It's like some elementary school rhymes, too. Like what the fuck? It's for the birds. I ain't no man still. Thank you, God. All right, now let's see. Now, what is this? Reverend Jackson fight, you say? Mega. Mega foot dude sent $3. Jesse Smollett is gay. That is true. That is very true. DD12 sent $3. Correct. Al Sharpton, not Jackson. Even better. All right, let's see. Oh, wait. Let's just watch this, dude. Hold on. It's nice. I don't want to walk out of here with ice. I'm going to tell you, man, when I'm in town, you and me, Biz, going to get it down. That's right. No, 
has become of the dream. The dream of Martin Luther King spoke so Cash many busted. years ago about. Has the dream of the 1960s become the nightmare of the 80s? Or has the dream simply been deferred, awaiting new leadership and inspirations? Tonight, we have some of the black leaders of today, from Roy Innes of CORE, <laughs> to the Reverend Al Sharpton. Some people took... Some people call Al Man, the... Man, thank you. In the night, sent $3. It's time to call Guinness of World <laughs> Records. You definitely have the trophy. In Chinese, yeah. these retards get Nancy Kerrigan. See if we can get three, I guess. I don't want three, by the way, but <laughs> hope to God that can't happen, hopefully. Talking microwave, because I'll tell you, he can heat up anything in a hurry. Who speaks for black America? Roy Innes? Al Sharpton? Yeah, they did boo Al, yeah. Who speaks? You'll be the judge. Join us tonight. They're in Harlem, too. Epic intro. One of the problems, one of the problems in our country that we really don't address is the white people trying to tell black people who their leadership should be. One of those problems is addressed because the white people, we haven't been able to pick too many good leaders. Well, who does pick the leadership? And what is leadership? It was Martin Luther King. Certainly it's a Jesse Jackson. He got seven million votes. Tonight I want to introduce you. I want to introduce you to two. One very good friend of mine, Roy Innes. And another gentleman... And the interesting dichotomy of it all, another good friend, Al Sharp. Look at Al, looking plump. I mean, Al, Al and I have gone out drinking together, but he uses it on his hair. You're not smiling tonight. No sense of humor tonight. Gentlemen, uh, let me go first. To Al, on last night's show, you had the audacity to praise Louis Farrakhan and call Roy Innes a bigot. Reverend, would you explain to Roy Innes why he's a bigot? Well, I would not explain to Roy why he's a bigot. I'll explain to your audience. I was a person that had... Yeah, this was like... This is Al Sharpton with swag off the charts. This was like, this is like eighty Sharpton with the fucking windbreaker suit and shit. Like respect for Mister Fat Al. Sharpton is sus. Well, I mean, he was an FBI rat at this time too. Which, if you read the New York Post, you know that. But well, I would not explain to Roy why he's a bigot. I'll explain to your audience. I was a person that had respect for Mister Ennis. Uh, Mr. Ennis, in the late 60s, 
uh, was a nationalist leader in this community. And many of the things that I praise Farrakhan for now, in terms of self-help programs, and in terms of having integrity Mr. Ennis represented. But in this transitional stage, uh, Mr. Ennis went from a man who would challenge a Bob Abrams to a man who would curtail and kowtow and back down to a Bob Abrams. Now keep in mind, Sharpton's about to get his, uh, his block knocked off, I believe. Two years ago, Mr. Ennis and I were friends. Within the next two minutes when a lot of ex-Corps members were making allegations. But when one uh, bum, who he knew was a bum, tried to, to, to turn on us... You knew he was a bum! his assignment embraced them. Because anything that goes against our community, whether it's Balk, whether it's Bernard Getz, whether it's Tawana Brawley, Roy Ennis takes the other side. Feel that if Mr. Abrams, who has an active investigation on Roy, by the way, Tawana Brawley was complete bullshit. I don't know if you guys know that or not, but uh, well, that's an unfortunate. That's an unfortunate mention by Mr. Sharpton. Uh, very unfortunate that he would cite Tawana Brawley there, since that was a hoax. Who Roy has said to me is using a Jewish plot against him. If Mr. Abrams and IRS can make you get on your knees, Roy, fine. That's your problem. You should shut up and let those of us that have enough guts to stand up and fight, stand up and fight. Because there's some of us that investigations and indictments and the rest don't mean anything to. How you can By the way, he was doing this while he was ratting on people, dude. Critic of Bob Abrams to an apologist of Bob Abrams makes you suspect. That's like an industrial button. Best and a sellout in fact. Right, right. How does it feel to be classified as a bigot after a lifetime of fighting for civil rights? I will. I will say that I'm probably this crowd's, the, this crowd's wild. Now please zip it. We're gonna let everyone talk tonight. And that's what the loudmouths are for. Let these guys talk first. Go ahead. I'm one of the few non-bigoted black leaders run, I will say. Let me state now, let's deal with the facts. Let's go to the record. Tonight, we want to deal with the records and the facts. Please do it. Under Just slap this guy. Program, your program. You heard me, you have me in tape. Defending this man. Recently, even after the shenanigans with him and the other That's soldiers. a lot of crap. No, no, brother, man, you have your crap. time. That's a lot of crap. Brother, and I got brother, brother, I got brother, it. brother, no. You've had your time, Al. Holy shit. On this program, your program, you heard me, you have me in tape defending this man. Recently, even after the shenanigans with him and the other That's soldiers. a lot of crap. No, no, brother, you have your crap. time. That's a lot of crap. Because he was just barely keeping a lid on it. It was a very thin veneer. 
of civilized behavior. I've been there. He was just barely keeping a control on it. And as soon as Al piped up, it was over. It was like, okay. Shut your ass down. Holy shit. Continue with the show. We're going to continue with the show. We're going to be cool. We're going to go to our break. We'll be I think we're going to need a break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. They're at the Apollo Theater. Holy fuck. I almost, I almost feel like saying welcome back to the wide world of sports. But instead, instead, let's discussion will be conducted by these two gentlemen, each one having five minutes of his time for each of these gentlemen. There's a table right now. I would ask, I would ask that Reverend Sharpton be able to call the coin for who goes first. Look, well, first, let me say this. We are continuing, because Ennis and I have agreed. Please, please, please. Listen, that uh, we're not going, I'm not going to in Harlem have anybody Zip it, go man, through a thing with bringing in the police from the outside. So we've agreed to have a benefit match. A benefit in boxing September, match. In which whoever wins that organization gets the money. So Roy, get ready for a righteous butt whipping from me. Yeah, I'm thinking that match didn't happen, but. I'm thinking that one didn't take place. I could be wrong, but uh, I could be wrong. <laughs> uh, a righteous butt whooping, huh? Yeah. All right, let's check the war. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. We've had two swattings today. We're heading into a dark chapter, this says, in Ukraine. I'm going to look for more crazy daytime TV stuff, I think. Lynn Farkas now, former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Russia, Ukraine, and Eurasia under the Obama administration. Evelyn, our thanks to you tonight. Uh, your thoughts on whether or not we are truly headed to a new dark chapter, and does it change the calculus for what the West should be providing in the way of weapons? Well, Carl, we are heading into a dark chapter. Obviously, both sides are gearing up for more warfare. The Ukrainians obviously are interested in getting their civilians out of harm's way. The Russians are interested in killing more civilians as an act of revenge for their humiliation so far. And also, of course, as part of their effort to break the will of the Ukrainian people. What the West needs to do now is what we've been doing, but faster and harder, provide more assistance to the Ukrainians in the form of military assistance, help them protect the skies, the civilians, and also their military from Russian artillery. And, and then, obviously, anything more that can be done diplomatically to put pressure on Putin. I think the Austrian chancellor's visit was probably... Woman war expert. Yeah, what is this? I don't tell this bitch how to bake cookies or some shit. Like, what the fuck is she trying to tell me about war? On balance, even though it won't change Putin's mind. Um, and, and, of course, more sanctions. Oh. We begin in Moscow. 
Moscow, where Austria's Chancellor Karl Niehammer met earlier today with Russian President Vladimir Putin. In a statement, Niehammer called the meeting, quote, not a friendly visit. He addressed the alleged Russian war crimes in Bucha and other places. Niehammer visited Kiev and Bucha on Saturday, witnessing some of the devastation himself. The leaders spoke for just over an hour, and a spokesperson for the chancellor described the talks as, quote, very direct, open, and tough. This is the first visit by a European Union leader since Russia invaded Ukraine more than six weeks ago. The trip comes as Ukraine prepares for a major battle in its eastern region. It also comes a day after President Putin named a new leader for this attack. General Alexander Dvornikov is now in charge after Russian forces failed to capture Ukraine's capital city, Kyiv. This general is notorious for his conduct in Syria, where he bombed civilian districts. President Zelensky says Ukraine the butcher of Syria, they call him on CNN, is either. preparing for Russia's assault in the east. And he the butcher of Syria defined what winning the war would look like to my colleagues. Let's Scott see. Kelly I wonder if they even have any on CBS's 60 Minutes. Victory. First of all, our people would definitely feel victory. They will come back. The return of refugees is blood for the body of Ukraine. Without them, there's nothing. The bombardments would end. We would recover our territory. There would be no Russian Dude, there's a lot of classics. Man. Wally sent $10. Here's the Roy in his brawl on Geraldo with oh, Tom sure. Mesker's son that got Geraldo's nose broken. Oh, yeah. My dad used to talk about that all the time. My dad used to always talk about Geraldo getting his nose broke. He did not like Geraldo. Oh, man. Also, I'm seeing some classic clips here. Okay. This could be fruitful. We're going to have to reschedule the debate this week, though, apparently, which sucks. But it's okay. I think we're going to do it on the 22nd. Maybe we'll try to move Jay Dyer to the 21st. I don't know. That's not what I had planned, but uh, you just have to roll with it. Shit like that happens. Uh, the 23rd, we still have set that Saturday night, E. Michael Jones versus Adam Green, but it looks like this Friday's big match that I thought was solid is going to have to be moved to the 22nd. So I'm going to have to figure out something for Jay Dyer uh, if he's available to move his date around to maybe the 21st. Um, so we'll see. Shout out to R over on Cash App. I appreciate that, man. 384. Thank you. Soldiers in our country. Yes, I understand they will not withdraw from Crimea and will be arguing and negotiating for one territory or another. And I'll pull that up in just one second, by the way. As a matter of fact, very quickly, because I don't want to hear much Zelensky. I'm trying to do something fun tonight. I know exactly what has to happen, after which we can say this is victory. But if you don't mind, I'm not going to talk about it just yet. Joining me now from Ukraine is CBS yeah. News. Four- I don't mind. I wish you'd stop talking, period. Slit the throat of a young Hispanic woman. They wanted to make a point and to scare minority people. Do you endorse that activity? Listen, let's yes, get yes, to the yes, real sir. issues here. Yes, sir, Why are you, Kirby? Why are you beating around the bush, Jerry? Look at White you know, Jerry King. That was your former name, wasn't it? It, it wasn't, and I really oh, recommend okay. that you... Don't push me too hard. Though. Oh, come on. Oh, well, see, Geraldo is that type of... Hey, man, just get... <laughs> uh, that 
that was his old name, wasn't it? Oh no, that was no. I guess he was born Geraldo Rivera, wasn't he? I don't know. I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking through. I don't see that. It says his name was Geraldo Rivera. That's funny though. They wanted to make a point and to scare minority sure. people. Do you endorse that activity? Listen. DD12 sent three dollars. Hey. Always a classic. John Stossel versus that. Dave Schultz. Yeah, we're about to have some fun. All right. Oh, no. Let's get yes, to the yes, real sir. issues here. Yes, sir, Why are you Kirby? Why are you beating around the bush, Jerry? Look at Why Jerry King. That was Jerry King. Your former name, wasn't it? It, it wasn't, and I really oh, recommend okay. that you don't push me too hard. Though. Oh, come on. Sir. Do, hey, do a little bit. Okay. Let's take a... Okay. Break. We'll be right back. Back up to the first part. So I want to get that straight, it. first of all. We, well, I don't Black, know. so you guys, you don't, you guys don't really fit in. What? You're not in our agenda. <coughs> you don't want to be. That's what I'm saying, That's so right. don't feel like we're going to hurt you. We don't want to fight you. We don't care. What, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What about Joseph Stalin, the third Almost wiped out a race of people. people. You can't put the supposed six million on Adolf Hitler, man, because Joseph Why? Stalin... Why? You can't? J you can't? Every the Holocaust, did it happen, Bob Hike? Yeah. Does it matter? How many? Does it matter? Yeah. There's a 30 million people. Does it matter? Jews in the Ukraine that oh, died that was please. killed by Joseph Stalin. He says it doesn't matter. For one. He says the Holocaust matter. I didn't doesn't say, matter. I said, should we be matter. frightened by his appalling ignorance? Or should we be angered? 30 million Shut up. people, man. Or should we be angered? Shut up. Okay, Michael, what's your education? I graduated from high school and I'm a layout and design artist. A land design artist? Layout and design. Layout and design. And an ex-con. Are you an ex-con also? Not an ex-con. Are you out of your mind? Yes, you are, Michael. Why'd you tell them the truth? You don't let anybody answer a question. And if you don't have a question like this lady over here, you tell her to shut up. What are you afraid of? The reason why I do that is because I get sick and tired of hearing the sob stories from... Oh! Uncle Tom here. Wait a minute. I'm trying to be a white Go ahead, Roy. Okay, no. Let me tell you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sit down, This guy's starting violence. This is the second show in a row he started violence on. What's his problem? I mean, it was funny when he slapped Al Sharpton, but, like, was he? Is he always trying to fight? Yo, get him a kid. He doesn't even get hurt. Everybody else is getting knocked down. Holy shit. It's breaking loose, huh? White warrior mode engaged. Something happened. I don't think I've ever seen the full clip. Holy shit. This is TV. Exactly. That was my thoughts. Exactly. I was like, this is everything. That's what I was thinking, Shia. 
police coming in. You don't know what's going down next. This honestly, this is the kingpin. This was the kingpin invitational. Sh- motherfucker, I'm getting clocked. Like, what's going on? Chaggett's getting maced. Cameras going out in the alley. What the fuck's happening next? Motherfuckers who didn't get it, they just never gonna get it. It was like it was perfect. Rewind it, we need a replay. Okay, well. Fuck, his nose got fucked. Yeah, his nose got fucked. Oh. Dude, yeah, that's a tough injury. That looked like my shit in Portugal. You want to see right when it broke out again? This guy's like fucking out of control. See, look, he put his hands on that guy. Like, dude, just like get away from him. And he's laughing at first. See, this guy's over here trying to start shit. Yo, Yo, (laughs) Those chairs, man. You gotta get softer chairs than that. That dude came over the top with the chair like he wasn't fucking around. Get that big motherfucker. Holy shit. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, now let's check this next one. I got some Springer shit, too, that I found. That was good stuff there. That was good stuff. Tom Metzger's son, Wally, with the citation there. Used to be tag team partner. This is like all-time classic. Betty Mansfield, a wrestler who's just told us how every match is fake. I ask Schultz questions that I assume all wrestlers have been asked dozens of times. What? Is this a good business? Yeah, it's a good business. I wouldn't be in it if it wasn't. Why is it a good business? Because only... Oh, yeah, it's a good business. That's <laughs> when they ask about streaming. Yeah, it's a good business. <laughs> yeah, it's a good business. I wouldn't be, what, what are you trying to insult me? You think I'd be in a bad business? You think I would be in a subpar business? Maybe that's something you would do. That's not something I would do. That's a good business. What are, you, are you insulting me personally? Would I Would I be involved in something that wasn't class? You're fucking damn right it's a good business. Questions that I assume all wrestlers have been asked dozens of times. What? Is this a good business? Yeah, it's a good business. I wouldn't be in it if it wasn't. <laughs> Why is it a good business? Because only the tough survive. That's the reason you ain't in it. And this punk holding the camera reading he ain't in it. That's reading right. these rednecks out here ain't in it. Because it's a tough <laughs> business. That's terrific. Wait, is that all you got? Well, I asked you the standard question. You know? Standard question. I think this is fake. You think it's fake? <laughs> <laughs> Question. You know, standard question. I think this is fake. Yeah, a couple standard you know, questions, huh? It's fake. <laughs> What's that? Is that fake? Is that fake? Huh? He gets what another one in, doesn't he? That's open hand slap, huh? You think it's fake? Oh, no, that was the one. Oh, my God. The last was the one. Oh, did that feel fake? I don't think so. Holy shit. That laugh was the one. That was the full jab slap there. Oh, my God. He's down. Watch the left again. Huh? What? Watch this. 
Yo, that's a grown man slap. Like he just got bitched. What the hell's wrong with you? That's open-hand slap, huh? You think it's safe to talk? Oh, God! What do you mean? That second one is just, like, brutal. open-hand slap, huh? You think it's safe to talk? Oh, fuck. Dude, that hurts worse than a punch. Like, (laughs) are you kidding me? Oh, and just the disgrace factor, too. I'd rather be punched in the face than get treated like that. Yeah, I no doubt. I don't think there's any doubt. Is there really? Because that shit is just, oh. All right. Now, so we watched those two. I had a couple selections. Oh, no. This is like a full episode from 98. Man. Why is there no, like, Springer archives, dude? Why the fuck? Why doesn't that exist? Shouldn't it? (sighs) Like, literally, I don't see shit. They have a list of their shows. This seems like a no-brainer. Archive.org has some. Oh, they sure do. Holy shit. Wow. Wow. I wonder how many they have. A few. Chaos Acolyte sent $3. If a candidate expects me to vote again, they had better be prepared to bully reporters on that level. I agree with that 100%. Jerry Springer's 97, 97, 99 is a little bit out of the comfort. That's starting to get towards the end of the golden era. But I consider 97 through like... When I think 99 is when they fully made him stop fighting, but it was like later in the year. I don't know. I have to check my timeline. I'd have to check my Springer timeline. I see a few on Archive, though. Do they still got a website like they're like they're fucking still making DD Springers? DD twelve sent three dollars. Always a classic. Richard Belzer oh, and yeah. Hulk Hogan. Oh, dude, yeah, we'll play that. Thank you. Hey, welcome to the show. How would you feel if you spent one night of passion with someone, hoping it could turn into a meaningful relationship, but instead you never heard from that person again? It's just awful. <laughs> My guests today are here to confront their one-night stands. My first guest, my first guest, knows she's here to find out something from her boyfriend. What she doesn't know is that he's here to confess to having a one-night stand with one of her friends. She's been outside the studio, so now let's welcome her to the show. Here's Tanya. So the audience knows, too. This is just like, this is like classic shit. So the audience knows. Oh, just evil shit. Hi, Tanya. Welcome to the show. Go ahead. Man fading in the night sent $3. You see, that's my version of a real slap. The guy fell and his wind up wasn't as big as Big Willie. It was a prop hit 100% to me now. Well, that was also 
a more powerful slap. Hi, Jeremy. Um, how long have you been in a relationship with your boyfriend? Almost a year to 14. Uh, tell me about it. What the, how's it going? Well, it's a good relationship. We've yeah. been together almost a year, like I said. Um, we love each other. We share just about everything. It's, it's a good relationship. And you know you're here because he's going to tell you something about the relationship. Well, I know he has something to tell me, but I have no idea what it is. But I know whatever it is he has to tell me, I better like it. Or it's going to be some Wow. But also, I brought him here because I have something I want to tell him. Oh, dude, there's a whole playlist of fights. Uh-oh. The one we saw the other day was a tranny, and they were telling him that they were a tranny on air. Like, I bet he uh, hopes he bleeping likes it. <laughs> um, I've been waiting three days to hear what he has to tell me, so. I don't know if this one's a tranny or not. Let's bring him out. I'm waiting on him. Why not? Bring him out. Oh, this is actually the dude. This dude uploaded this on his channel. This is him. <laughs> Holy shit. He's like some preacher or some shit now. Damn, is that crazy? Percy, welcome to the show. Thank you. How long have you guys been together? For almost a year. For almost a year? Yeah. How would you describe the relationship? We have a nice relationship. She's been, you know... Loving me, I've been loving her. She's faithful. Um, I love her. I care about her. Oh. She's faithful. Well, that's the end of the show. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, no, but I put, her, I, put, I put you here to, um, to talk to you because you know that I love you. you Propose? Know that I love you. And, um, <clears throat> you know, our, our anniversary will be here. We've been together for about a year. What, coming to 14th or something like that? Yeah, you called it too. Yeah, I think proposal. You know, it's going to be very special to us. Yeah. Uh, I made two dumb mistakes. Percy, don't tell me nothing stupid. Don't tell me, <clears throat> don't tell me nothing stupid. I'm, I'm telling you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she going to clog him. Yeah, listen, but listen, you love me, right? You love me? Yeah, I do. You love me. All right, you love me, and I love you too. I, I, I made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Okay, I made two bad mistakes in my life. Um, well, two mistakes. I was with you. Uh, I slept with somebody. Oh, no. Look at Springer. Hey, here. <clears throat> yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore because, you know, it was like, it was, it was just two one-night stands. That's it. Was this two? With this one. Is it two people or? With this, with this person. Um, two yes, one night stands or one doesn't two matter which. Yeah, I want to know exactly. <laughs> doesn't matter where she at. Doesn't matter who she is or who he What's is. What's this gonna? What are they gonna look like? Is whoever it may be. Wait, 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 wait. Doesn't matter who she is 
Well, who he is. Oh, no. Doesn't matter who she is or who he is. Or Oh no. Now wait a minute. The point is, I mean I could have slept with a dog, but if I didn't do that anymore, then Why are you, know, you what? No. It shouldn't matter because I'm willing to change for you. Oh well, late, I ain't trying. <laughs> Why don't we meet this person you had the one night stand with? Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I hope that I'm not right about this, but sometimes even when they were trying to make up or whatever, or seemingly trying to make up, they would still come out and, like, uh, make out with their one night stands and shit. Oh, that's a chick. Oh, no! Damn, she's kind of bad. Damn, you leveled up with that bitch. Smee Golfan sent $5. Jerry made my night. <laughs> Thank you, bro. We had to play a little Jerry. Sit here. What do you want to sit next to her? her? Right, sit down. Uh, your name. Thanks, Percy. It was a one night stand. But it's nothing else. I'm moving on with my life. I got a man now. Oh, you're what? Oh, no. I ain't gonna touch you. Yeah. I ain't gonna touch you, bitch. Yeah. You know, it ain't nothing. Yeah. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. Oh, no. And confesses to Tanya, his girlfriend of a year, that he hasn't been faithful, that in fact he's had uh, a one night stand. And I, one of the problems is not only that he had a one night stand, but the person he had a one night stand with. Um, was a friend of Tanya. Lived and lived two doors away. To live two doors away. Two doors. Damn. So other than obviously... Her backyard ain't clean either. How many... Don't worry about what I do. Don't worry about what I do. Don't worry about what I do. It's not okay. Don't worry about what I do. Don't worry about what I do. Don't worry about what I sent three dollars. This is why I master all the Souls games. Perfect your dodge roll game. People. Listen. Make me out of believer. I will. A true believer. All right. Okay. But the joke won't. Shall we bow our heads? Be on both uh, of <laughs> hey, here's, here's, okay. Let's skip ahead. I've been doing my thing, too. Talk. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, what's going on? Oh, is that what so she... So I've been doing my thing, too. Talk oh, so much. she's been doing her thing. You've been doing your thing. I've been doing my thing, too. I've been doing my thing, too. Why don't Watch we this. bring out your thing? Yeah. What the? <laughs> Does she know that, bitch? 
Wolfest is like his sister or some shit. They look like sisters. What the fuck is this? I don't know what happened, chat. Some people are asking me. Oh God! Steve ain't doing shit. Look at him just letting him fight. See, this is the golden era. They didn't even have like security shit back then. Like it was just like, ah, yeah, please stop that, knocking the fuck out of here. Steve's just like some. <laughs> he doesn't even have security shit at that point. There were still some good episodes, even after they got the security uniforms, though. Yeah, it's just dude and jeans. All right, I don't know if I can watch more of this. Not of this episode. What was just submitted, though, a second ago? Uh, oh, it was DD12. Oh, I've seen this before. I don't th know if we played this one on the show, though. Here, wait, I'll leave that pulled up in case there's anything else in that episode. Uh, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, we had a very ugly incident here last week on the show. Um, Hulk Hogan and Ms. T were here. Hogan sued him. Or, or not Hogan, but Belzer sued Hogan and WWF. And um, uh, Hulk Hogan did a demonstration, and he... He hurt me real bad. I split my head open, and I was knocked unconscious and so on. So um, just to show that I'm not a part of their promotional tool, and this was real, I want you to take a look at this clip. And keep in mind, this was real. Take a look at it, and remember, I had no idea what was about to happen. And I'll be right back. Now, the first thing you need to know about amateur wrestling yes. or professional wrestling <laughs> or submission holds, you just tell me, brother, when you want him to quit squealing, okay? All right. It's called a front chin lock. Oh, How about it, T? Keep like that for a little while. Because oh. he's all right. He's just sleeping. He's sleeping. Really, that's, I, was, I was asleep a hole. Hogan just, like, fucking dropped this guy. Like, that was his head bouncing off the floor. Holy shit. Tell me, brother, when you want him to quit squealing, okay? All right. It's called a front chin lock. All he's got to do is that one little sing and he's out. Keep like that for a little while. Done. Done. He did ask for a demo. Oh, shit. He's all right. He's just sleeping. He's sleeping. Really? That's, I, was, I was asleep a hole. He'll be all right. He's waking up now. That was a serious right, brother. A lot of people. See? It works. All right, brother. Damn. Now, we'll be right back after this word from you know who. We'll be right back. When I said when I got up and said we'll be right back, I had no idea where I was. I was in shock, and just I know I'm bringing doing this a little bit, maybe going too far. But can we get a close up of these stitches? Because I saw Bill Cosby today, and he thought it was a hoax. And if he thought, can we read that? Is that Bill Cosby. can you see that? Can you see those stitches? I'm sorry to do that to you. I, I, I'm sorry, but I just wanted to. Uh, to show you. And this is not the first incident between a professional wrestler and a television interviewer. Watch what happened to ABC's 2020 reporter, John Stossel. Oh, tough. Tough. He got a payout over that, though. He definitely did get a payout on that. 
That is a classic. Let's see. Your pregnant fiance is not. Oh, no. That's not good. What is this? See, this is not from the. This is from later on, though. There's still some funny ones later on, but I like that 90s era because there's not really much regulation on it at all. And it's just this crazy fucking like street fight vibe. That some of the other ones are still funny. Don't get me wrong, even some of the older ones, but like they're not, they don't have that same vibe. You know what I mean? It's not as grimy. Right? Those late 90 ones, you're just like, oh fuck, what could happen here? It's like <laughs> anything could happen. And plus, some of the gimmicks that you see on the older ones and like some of the crazy shit. Like the fucking dudes in diapers and all this crazy ass fucking triangle shit. You've already seen it. Uh, most of it. That being said, going still you. sometimes I would find myself out there would be some Springer on and be like, what the fuck is this? Even later on. But you and. I don't care. I'm through with them anyway. You're through with both of them. Okay. Do whatever. I don't care. Up next, this woman says she's found someone who treats her the old fashioned way. What will her boyfriend say when she tells him he's out of style? Please stay. Oh. Croissant pockets? Holy shit, how good were 1990s croissant pockets, by the way, and Hot Pockets? They had more stuffing in them. I don't know if you know that. But they definitely took a lot of the filling out. That's why they're not as good now. Unfortunately. Hey, welcome back. Today we're talking to people who are here to reveal secret love triangles to their current lovers. Uh, please meet Heidi. She says she's found somebody new, and she's here to tell her current boyfriend uh -oh. the truth about her affair. Heidi, what's going on? Well, uh, I've been seeing Pete for about a year. Things the are audio's off, though. Hmm. I wonder. Right in the beginning of the relationship. Um, but last couple months, I don't know, he's changed completely. He's choosing his friends over me. Because you're fucking someone And else. I'm supposed to be his girlfriend. So you've been, but you've been seeing someone else. Yes, I have. Have you told him that you're going to see someone else unless he straightens up? No, I haven't. Um, I've been waiting to see how this new relationship was going, and of course. Well, now that it's going well, I'm ready to confront him and tell him the truth. Wow. He knows he's here to hear something about the relationship. He's outside the studio, oh, hasn't heard no. what's going on yet. But let's bring him out now. Here is Pete. He's outside the studio. They got a whole stage of people, too, on this one. It's later in the show. Wow. Pete, welcome uh, to the show. How long have you guys been together? Oh, almost a year. You know, you're, she's going to talk to you about the relationship, mm -hmm. so I'll let her do that. Go ahead. Well, Pete, you know, the uh, beginning of the relationship was great. We had a lot of fun together, but um, lately there's been so many problems. It's I can't stand it anymore. And I've been trying to find a way to tell you this, um, but um, I'm seeing somebody new. Well, I expected you uh, not to cheat on me behind my so. back. No. Oh, that you you're saying that's right. Yourself. How did I bring it upon myself? If you were ever there for me at home. Sorry for trying to works. make it for two people. You know, it's kind of hard work. working two jobs. Oh yeah. Yeah, two well, full-time jobs. You your free jobs. time. You can't be with me. 
Well, you I know, sometimes so. I need to go out and, you know, and do my own thing once in a while. Yeah, then why am I your girlfriend? Well, because I love you. Yeah, well, why don't you ever show it? Sad. All your fault. Oh, it's you my know, it's fault. Okay. Yep. Okay, Keep this new boyfriend yep. of yours, how long have you known him? A couple months. And you care about him? Yes, I do. Very more much. than more than Pete. Yeah. Arcades are way bigger. He tricks me, right? All right, let's, me like a queen, let's you know. bring him out, Jerry. Who this Casanova is here is John. Casanova is. Here is John. <laughs> Holy shit. No. <laughs> he grabs her eyes, too. <laughs> the audience is hyped. This is so embarrassing. He has to leave the stage. Oh, my God. This bitch's titties are just out. Look, by the way, she's just naked on stage. They have it blurred up. This guy, your grandfather? You just watch it, Sonny. Yeah, you just for his money. You signing those social security checks over? Watch it, Sonny. What are you gonna do? Hit me with your walker? No, oh, shit! Oh, fuck! Dude, that was like one of the harder punches I've seen. Yeah, you just Dude, you. sunny mode activated. Holy fuck. You signing those social security checks over? Watch it, Sonny. What are you gonna do? Hit me with your walker? No, it's this. <laughs> Holy shit. somebody growing up who's the one getting up and hitting other people not me i sat down when you came out yeah i may have walked off man you sound like you're gonna cry what the fuck? this is a bitch how did you two meet how did you two meet were you in class how'd you meet <laughs> it was at um a winter festival okay um now and i'm i'm meaning no disrespect here at all but of course it, admittedly you for if i saw the three of you most forget me of course most not. of us would look at the three of you and say gee those two are probably together what was it that attracted you to uh, John? His heart. He's he a great man. He cares for me very much. And that's what I need. I need okay. emotional support. He never gave that to me. And now I have it, so 
He's also on his deathbed. <laughs> John. John, do you feel a little awkward in a sense stealing No, your... not at all, Jerry. Not at all. Uh, no. 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 I, I feel I feel great. Well, I imagine you would. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> John. John, do you feel a little awkward in a sense stealing? No, your... not at all, Jerry. Not at all. Uh, no, no, no. I, I feel, I feel great. Well, I imagine you would. I... <laughs> See, this is this '90s era. I think this is after they got a little bit more professionalized, but it was still rowdy. Yeah, that's still some '90s shit. Oh fuck! What is this? Here's Derek. Have you two been going together since Thanksgiving? Since Thanksgiving, yeah. And Derek, you're best friends with uh, Dre. With Dre. What do you want to tell him? Okay, baby. You know, like we haven't been together long, and when we started going out, yeah. Well, what happened to make us? Uh, we fought, anyways. Oh. What the? See, they would still have fights later on, but they would cut the camera. And go far away, and then they would break them up a little bit faster. But there would still be fights. But that was when it was starting to get a little, like, cucked. What the? He just snug attacked, so I guess he finally figured out that other dude fucked his girl. Ocean, bitch. I don't even. I didn't even. Holy shit. confession I uh I forgot what I asked 
Me too, Jerry, me too. Yo, your bitch is a slut, yo. How you running your bull? Fuck, there's so many bleeps. Excuse me? This might be like the all time record for bleeps, honestly. Oh, he was there? What? Well, he lost your su some guy was sucking. That's what we have. What? Okay, I guess I got guys. Please, I don't flaunt my like that, Erica, okay? Yeah, I flaunt it. If you flaunt it, you gotta show it. We don't got nothing to show right now, because you don't look. I'm tell you that. What? Your man came to me. You shooting you anyway. That's why she your best boy. That dude obviously bought a fucking ripoff shirt. Damn, he got a lick on him finally. Your bitch is a slut, yo. <laughs> Holy shit. This is only, this is not even a five minute clip, but it feels like a 25 minute clip. I gotta wrap this up. Uh, are you still gonna be with her now? How's this relationship grow? Because I gotta uh, end this. I love off. my baby. I want to be with my girl. You still gonna be together? Good. Uh, Despite I don't the... even. I don't even know why. You still together? Are you two together? Are you two still together? Yeah, we're still gonna be together. Before you get in a fight, before getting on the plane. And... There. Oh, was that? Why don't we come back? Damn, she was sucking his dick before the plane ride. That's tough. All right, I think I've had enough beliefs. Uh, what are we going to do before I go, though? I think we hit most of the stories. We even got some Springer shit on. Oh, we didn't hit this, though. On Friday, we had a discussion of a possible four-day work week here in California. Well, there's a proposed bill called AB 2932 would make a four-day work week standard for large companies. Clifford! Companies, uh, Clifford sent $3, workers. also mayor of Cincinnati. That's the true. 90s ruled. Yeah, that's true. For those who don't know, Jerry Springer was the mayor of Cincinnati, and he actually paid for a hooker with a check, which you should never do, by the way. Uh, it didn't work out for him either. <laughs> Fucking hooker takes a check. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, that did happen too. They would be required to pay overtime after 32 hours instead of 40. This morning we're talking to one of the lawmakers behind the bill, State Assembly Member Christina Garcia. Uh, Assemblywoman, good to see you. Um, and I understand that this, this grew out largely because of the pandemic. Yeah, who would have guessed? Yes, definitely. We've seen 47 million people voluntarily leave their jobs for better opportunities out there. And as we are opening up again i think for us it's not going back to normal but reimagining better and mm. how do we have a better workplace and i think employees are letting us know that they want a better quality of life and more of a work-life balance out there and the labor shortages are forcing employers to rethink what the work week looks like what benefits look like 
uh, for their employees. Right. I mean, we've all realized there's so much more to life than just work, right? And, and we have to keep trying to find ways to just find joy in an ever increasingly stressful world. So, but it's not just about quality of life. It, it sounds as though, if, you know, people that support this idea, proponents of the idea, feel that productivity increases. Exactly. We've heard companies who are already experimenting with the four-day work week and because of the flexibility, better mental health, there has been an increase in productivity for their employees as well out there. And so anecdotally... Yeah, actually, I'm okay with four-day work week too. Um, I mean, I don't really think hardly anybody's happy going to work. I mean, I like... I don't know. I like going to work five days a week, but I'm doing something I like to do, and I have a lot of freedom with it, and I get to talk shit with my guests, and I get to sit here and smoke cigars. But even that, every once in a while, I just want a few days off. Um, I think one of the worst things I can think of is going to work every day. It's something you don't like doing five days a week or more. Uh, it just sounds like hell. Uh, and... Yeah, exactly. I see you. Uh, yeah, exactly. Smiggles. Smiggles says he loves working, which I understand. I do too. Ninety nine percent of the time, because it's doing something that you know, it's my own shit. Right? Around things like free meals or a game room, but and the interaction. You know what? I find the the interaction with the audience uh, means a lot to me too, honestly. Um, and I don't think about it unless there's like a stretch where I don't have it. Um, where where I have like a gap in shows or for whatever reason can't do shows. And then I find myself missing the give and take uh, just from the regular chats, from the super chats, just the interactions and kicking ideas off people and uh, the back and forth. I find that I miss that if I go too long without it. Quality of life is a top priority for them and they want to have more time to do the things they love, like being in nature, spending time with their families or whatever else helps them find that joy that you were talking about. So on the flip side, there are those that are critical of this idea. Some say it's going to stump job, job growth. Some say it's going to cause just a nightmare situation for employers or management. What do you say to critics who oppose the plan? And, and how do you confront some of those those challenges they think it'll face? Yeah, I would tell, I would say that employers and managers are already facing a nightmare situation with sure. the labor shortage sure. they have out there. We're seeing, and not just labor shortage, but we're seeing a lot of attrition in companies out there. We know that that hurts the bottom line as well. And so employers are driving, employees are driving this change. They're making it clear that they want different. They want us not to go back to normal because that didn't work, but to go back to better. And I would venture to say that the losses that are incurring now because of, of the shortages is probably worse than the alternative. And we need to start to get creative and we need to listen to uh, employees if we want to have the workforce pick up and, and end these labor shortages. Assemblywoman, do you see it being a workable structure for all industries? Because I even think about here, like let's just give our own place as an example. It, it causes some challenges with lack of continuity. If you have a team for four, four days and then the fifth day during the week, you have to revert to a new team. There's other businesses that might not be able to do it as well. well although we've seen firefighters and hospitals and things kind of adapt to those kind of schedulings, uh, scheduling uh, plan quite easily. You know, we've been adhering to the five-day work week for over 100 years. It's something that worked for the Industrial Revolution and change is hard, <laughs> change is scary. And so I do think initially there's adaptations that we have to do, but 
California is a state of innovation, and we've always figured out how to be leaders and how to adapt and how to yeah. be flexible with the fifth greatest economy. And I think that we could get there. And I hope that right now that we're in a moment of transition and, and as employers are driving change, that employers are looking at different options, including the four-day work weekend. So while this bill pushes a discussion, employers don't have to wait for a bill. They could be taking action now. That's and, a fair and point, yeah. Adapting to yeah. what the employees are telling them. Okay. In this case, actually, not fully against it. I don't know, though. I mean, a lot of things are built kind of around the five day work week, but you say that until you're not part of it. Like, <laughs> I mean, like I said, I just do whatever I want, kind of. And that's pretty cool. That's been pretty cool to me. Um, being a slave to that does suck um, for sure. It's, uh, it's one of the things I wanted to avoid, honestly. So. Um, or, but you know, using it to your advantage, there are some advantages to having a structural job, um, where you know how much money you're going to get and stack cash. Um, you can do that and plot for your next move too. Um, so it's not necessarily an either or type thing, but yeah, that's kind of how I tend to see it. Iverson American Americans work like animals. Yeah. Um, I am kind of one of those people more of a European mindset about it. Um, I don't know if that's because I'm lazy or it's just like, well, you know, there's more to life than being a slave in some cubicle for some fucking bank for 30 years. Like, that sounds fucking. That's probably also true. Smeagol says, go to China, you'll find out what work really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they probably have a different mentality. Different mentality of it down there. Over there, across there, wherever the fuck. Uh, let's see. Oh, we never did finish this. Okay, we'll restart this. Uh, and I'll probably get out a little bit early tonight. Early, quote unquote. I mean, we've been on three and a half hours, so not really. So, from our irony. Oh, excuse me, three hours because we started at 8 30, not 8. This is like one of the greatest stories ever. So, the University of Chicago's Institute of Politics and the Atlantic Magazine just hosted a conference, no self awareness whatsoever, entitled Disinformation and the Erosion of Democracy. So they say they invited all of your favorite purveyors of disinformation and exponents of censorship, Barack Obama, Jonah Goldberg, and Applebaum, and of course, Brian Stelter. There was no IQ bar, apparently. What ah. the speakers didn't count on, the expected hours of just bloviating, is that there are still a couple of kids at the University of Chicago who are awake enough to say, wait a second, what are you talking about? Disinformation? Here's one exchange. You've all spoken extensively about Fox News being a purveyor of uh, disinformation, uh, but CNN is right up there with them. They pushed the Russian collusion hoax. They pushed the Jesse Smollett hoax. They smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a rapist, and they also smeared Nick Salmon as a white supremacist. And yes, they dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop affair as pure Russian disinformation. All the mistakes of the mainstream media, and CNN in particular, seem to magically all go in one direction. Are we expected to believe that this is all just some sort of random coincidence or is there something else behind it? I think you're describing a different channel than the one that I watch. Uh, but I understand that that is a popular right-wing narrative about CNN. <laughs> it's a popular right-wing narrative. <laughs> Never Man fading in Good. the night sent $3 personally. I don't think she is going far enough. Fuck it, two-day work week. 220s just like Floyd. And if you're not down with it, you're racist and <laughs> Trust anyone who uses the term narrative, by the way, just for the record. Christopher Phillips is the man you saw in that clip. He's a freshman at the University of Chicago. He joins us tonight. Mr. Phillips, thank you for joining us. What possessed you to confront these purveyors of disinformation? 
Hi, Tucker. Thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor. Uh, you know, the, uh, the way I've always been is to uh, search for truth and ask questions to, uh, you know, sift through the lies and um, find out what's really going on. So uh, myself and two of my colleagues at the Chicago Thinker, the uh, University of Chicago's premier publication, uh, Evita Duffy and Daniel Schmidt, we three went to this conference and, uh, you know, we see right when we come in uh, a ton of people, a ton of legacy media employees whose uh, entire careers have been uh, spreading disinformation. Those are the people who are telling us about how to avoid disinformation. So, uh, you know, I hear Brian Stelter and he talks for 30 minutes about how Fox News is this huge purveyor of disinformation. They're the enemy of the people. And then I come up and I say, wait a second, run that back because actually CNN, uh, from my, what I've seen at least, uh, is probably 10 times the purveyor of disinformation that uh, you claim Fox News to be. And, uh, you know, he didn't really have a great answer for it. Well, I just, it, you know, some of the examples that you threw at him, you know, are subjective. I agreed with your, with your take on it. But some of them were just objective. Like CNN did dismiss Hunter Biden's laptop as Russian disinformation. That kid's on camera doing it. Wouldn't it have been better if he would have said, yeah, we got, you know, I got that wrong. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Wouldn't that have worked? Gosh, I mean, you know, I, you know, to tell you the truth, I didn't exactly expect him to hand over the keys and say, you know what, we're corrupt. Go ahead, Chris, and uh, make CNN the truth. Um, but, uh, you know, I did, uh, did kind of expect him to say, you know, we uh, retracted those stories and we apologize uh, for, right. for saying that. And we always... Dude, uh, I know, think they have a whole... I'm looking record. at a But there was no apology. Archive. There was no remorse whatsoever. It's just, uh, you know, I don't know what Holy news shit. network you're talking about. That's not mine. When in reality, he said these things on CNN. It's all documented. Yeah, it's it's hard to have credibility if you if you won't admit that you make a mistake ever. You know, everybody right. makes mistakes. We certainly have, but just admit it. So, what was the reaction from other students at Chicago to to your question? Well, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, social pressure to uh, conform to the leftist narrative, to conform to the radical agenda yeah. at uh, college campuses. Uh, so, uh, just working for uh, the Chicago Thinker. Uh, really is, um, you know, kind of inviting you to be canceled in a sense. But a lot of people, I have to say, actually really liked my question. They thought it was fair. Uh, they thought it was honest and it, it was um, pure journalism. And I respect everyone who, who told me that. Some people were not satisfied with it. But uh, regardless, you know, I think I think I did a good thing in uh, asking Brian, you know, what gives as to uh, CNN's bias? Yeah, and just like I don't just touch reality once a day, you know, reassure us that you're you're not like demented, but he didn't. Chris Phillips from University of Chicago, a, a, a credit to your generation. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, Tucker. And everyone needs to check out thechicagothinker.com. Right now, we publish a lot of stuff on campus Nice craziness. plug. Uh, no one else is doing it like we are. So hit us on Twitter and Instagram. Nobody's well. doing hit it like we're at doing Chris it. Be the truth for more. I looked at it this morning. It's good. Chris Phillips, thank you. Subscribe to the Fox Get that plug in there, son. Excellent. 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 That was pro. That was pro. I like that. If somebody like me, I was like, oh, that takes... I don't know if you guys know how hard that is to get that in smooth like that, but it's not that easy. Uh, now, it gets easier the more times you just practice your spiel or whatever, but that kid rolled that out like a pro. I really like that. By the way, I also noticed, so we watched those that Springer down in Dallas. I know this has turned into a Springer retrospective episode, but whatever. Who cares? It's my show. But we watched Springer down in Dallas, and it was on a network called Nosy, and they also show, like, Maury, which Maury can be fun, too, but I'm a Springer guy, although I have watched Maury plenty of times, too. So Some of the Maury's are pretty classic, too. Don't get me wrong. But they have a whole archive of Springer, dude. Going back to like 1995.
Like they have, I'm not kidding. Uh, well over a hundred shows from '95. But see, some of these, it says that I'm looking through. I don't really know how it's ordered, but some of these are older shows. I think that line means it's a new season, season six. So it only has select shows from each season, unfortunately. But there still is, um, there still is quite a few shows in there. Let's see. Tucker does have a legendary curious face, you're right. Today in an exclusive video, you'll witness an actual Ku Klux Klan induction ceremony. And you'll meet the 19-year-old boy in this shocking video who has sworn to live his life by the laws of the Klan. You'll also meet these members of the KKK. What might surprise you, though, is that behind these masks are a grandmother, her three sons, their wives, and the most shocking of all, a 10-year-old little girl and her oh, two-year-old no. sister. They surely this won't recognize them. joined the KKK only three months ago. Today, they'll tell us why. Hi, and welcome to the two years of age. Mike, if I didn't do what they said, uh, they beat uh, back then. Uh, he uh, he uh, was uh, drank liquor, and he'd beat me to death if I didn't do what he said. And uh, I had to do it. And uh, we hung him, left there, and they cut his throat, and he, um, he hung there about an hour after we left. And about two weeks later, they found him. Uh, here he is, Gordon Parks. <laughs> Say that, boo, you might have a cow, all right, Shut okay. Up and save you, boo. All right, there'll be plenty. Okay, oh, hold on. There's going to be plenty of opportunity for that. Um, right, right now, what is going? What has been going on in your life recently? Well, the way the world's going today, and killing and robbing these gets out every okay. day. What has been going on in your life recently? Well, the way the world's going today, and killing and robbing, these gets out here and kills every okay, day. Okay, right. people. I understand. I understand that your wife left you. Yeah, run off with a whole hopping preacher. That's wrong the world today. These whole hopping bastards running off claiming to be a preacher and ain't more called by God than a she man left in the you, moon. She left you with a preacher. Don't do that. A preacher don't get out here and bust up homes and run off. There ain't nothing but a sorry low-down skunk like that would do it. God ain't never called him, and never will call him. And the good thing he needs me put a rope around that bastard and learn him a lesson. Just like so, the rest of them. Yeah. What in the world? That's what he yeah. needs, and he did it, too, if he keeps yeah. going. Why? The smartest thing your wife ever did was leave you, Gordon. No, uh-uh. Because she left me, it's just like the mother whore out You marry a whore, and she's going to run off with another man. Yeah. That's what's wrong with the yeah. world today. These whole hopping preachers and these whole hopping women running around the sorry bastards. Okay. He is fed puzzle a little bit. 
How, That's yes. what's wrong with the world today. Okay. You're 68. We need to stand up and put okay. a stop to this doing. Back when I was okay. kid, you didn't see no woman running off with a preacher yeah. calling me a preacher. Yeah. That's a hound dog, and he ain't no more preacher. God ain't never called him, and never will call a bastard like that okay. to bust up a church. I don't think God's calling that guy. Tell him, yeah. That's why these yeah. one do. And, uh, oh, my God. What the fuck? There was an effigy, by the way, but... And finding out that he's been busy recruiting people to join him in the clan. Now, my next guests are three members of the same family who all joined Gordon by taking the oath of the clan together only, as I understand, three months ago. The oath of the clan. Here are, here are Wendy, her That's son J.D., and her son-in-law Michael. Oh, that's the cast of the Daily Show there. Wendy. You what? Tell him to stick it. Okay, well, okay. Uh, Wendy, what would what would make you and your family, of all the possible ways to live your life, decide to sign up with Gordon and become a member of the Klan? What made me? I will say, why did you decide that you wanted to join Gordon and the Klan? White person. I'm a white person. In the skin? <laughs> I don't want to blow you away here, but the truth is that probably a whole bunch of white people that haven't joined Gordon and the Klan. Okay, I'll listen to you. I can't hear. What? I'm That's sorry. That's their problem. It's their problem. He's just trying to get. He's just trying. Okay. Yes. You. I, what? Wouldn't you love it? Yes. Yeah. Um. A Caucasian perspective. Excuse me. You're Gordon. Gordon. Hey, Gordon. Listen to him. He's white. Gordon. If you a white man, you'd be sitting up here with a real bone instead of standing back there running your high feet. Excuse me. Could I? I let you talk. I listen to your yeah, media point of view. Now yeah. listen to mine. Okay. You listen to me. I don't have to listen to you, okay? You're in Chicago. We're not in Georgia, okay? By the way, notice how hot the crowd is. This is like classic. That's just so easy to roll. This was like late 90s, so they'd already brought the KKK out many times by now. No, I, no I'm not going to stoop down to your level. Yeah, I'm going to stay up stoop here. stoop down to your level. Exactly. Exactly. Whoa. English, Irish, French, and German. And I would love, you, I would love to see you come to Little Italy in my and neighborhood and see what's going to happen. Oh, did they? Okay, let me see. I hope it's just temporary. Okay, yeah, it's just temporary. <sighs> okay, I'll stop it, though. Damn it, that's fucked up.
Well, just go to Cozy. We're only got a few more minutes left anyway. It's almost midnight. I got a morning show, too, these days. That's fucked, though. I'm glad somebody... Thanks for mentioning that to me. It wasn't a strike. It's just a temporary... It's just a temporary thing on the uh, on the restream. You just have to end it, basically. Either stop playing Springer or end the stream. I'm just going to end the stream because I'm about to end both these streams uh, here in a minute. Let me see, though. Since we just lost, uh, what, a big chunk of our audience. Let me just play this real quick and then get out of here. I just saw this. Sorry I'm on a Springer kick tonight. We had the guest earlier. Oh, no. I don't believe that slander, ortho, bro. Jerry Springer's legit. He did have the best suits, too. Like, that suit right there is fucking baller. The left you as a child and returned a year later as a man. Oh, no. Or if your father one day announced to everyone that from now on he would dress and act as a woman and even marry another man. Well, we're not having that on our show today, but no, we are. (laughs) Those are some of the unusual stories of the guests on my show today. Now, my first guest, his name is Jerry, was born a female, married, gave birth to children, then she became a man. There's more. No. After 13 years as a man, he went back to becoming a woman again. What? And seven years ago, changed her mind again. And became the man you see today. What? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, we're not having that on our show today, but no, we are. <laughs> Those are some of the unusual stories of the guests on my show today. Now, my first guest, his name is Jerry, was born a female, <laughs> married, gave birth to children, then she became a man. There's more. After 13 years as a man, he went back to becoming a woman again. (laughs) And seven years ago, changed her mind again and became the man you see today. I can't even imagine what a first question is, but why don't you take us through this? You're born a girl. Correct. And you lived as a girl and then a woman for how long? Uh, 30 years. 30 years. Right. You got married. Yes. How many children? Three. Three. During all this process, you had questions about what you were? Big time. (laughs) 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 Yeah, in fact, I remember uh, in the 1950s when Christine Jorgensen made her transition uh, from Denmark and uh, hit the news big time. And I remember thinking... Ah, it has a name. That's what is going on with me. But, you know, in the 50s and in the uh, really highly fundamentalist religious family and church-affiliated school that I was involved with, 
you didn't talk about things like this, Jerry. But how do you... Tell me how you felt as if you were a man. I mean, you looked in the mirror and you were a woman. You had three children. Uh, why did you think you were a man? What is it that makes you feel that you're a man? Well, I think uh, feelings are highly subjective. They're very, very personal, and I think it's very difficult to explain. Uh, uh, let's get back because I didn't feel comfortable. Because with this song, at some point, where are they going to marry though? Let's see. Does their partner know? Like. What does it? Okay. Some, well, well, join the crowd. The guy that fucked her back then and had kids with her. Oh, my God. The fuck, dude? <laughs> By the way, I'm thinking about doing... I was talking about this with Pantsu. Doing a series where we, like... Go through some of these Springer classic Springer episodes. I'm gonna see if I can find a bigger treasure trove of them though than this, because that just sounds fun. Springer, and then there was one where we were talking about doing the soaps. I think we talked about both. I think we talked about Springer too. Either one or both would be good. Just daytime TV from the '90s, analyzing that would be fun as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Welcome aboard. Hey. Uh, <laughs> So I've heard. Okay, Jared. but I'm not. Okay, but I'm not interested in. in uh, on a serious note, I'm not trying to have bathroom humor here, or you know, or or, or bawdy jokes. Good because but I won't. I, I uh, understand play. that. But what okay. I do, but I, what I, I think is very interesting to know. See, is, my thing about this ever, is I don't really see this um, as like indoctrination because they kind of brought this guy on to clown on him. You know what I mean? Like I don't really. I don't see that as the same. Right, like he was clearly brought on here for mockery purposes. Whereas, you know, not oh I don't know, that's kinda how I see it. Um That's why I just and I, I think it was I think it was uh let me change screens again. I think it was seen differently then too. I think everybody else saw it that way too. It was like this guy wasn't to be emulated. They brought him on there to make fun of him. Right? Like that was that was the thing, so all right, let me uh, switch back over. Function as sexually as a man. Well, ask Joy uh, when she comes out. and um, You're being evasive. And no, I'm being actually, I think that's more from her perspective. It's actually more relevant and, and more. Okay. Oh, uh, how, long, how long have you known Jerry? Since 1989. So when you first knew Jerry, Jerry was a female. A female. Mm -hmm. uh, Looked more like a man in drag. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like that too, because that was the second time you had become. That's correct. Right. And you, so you had suspicions about gender confusion with him, or? Well, I mean, we discussed it and we talked about it, so I knew what he had gone through. I but mean, when you first saw him, you. Are there any other transsexuals in this? It's just the whole show that got... Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I'll tell you what. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk to you, Stuart, okay? And uh, stay with us. <sighs> what kind of scene is that? That's kind of a depressing end, though, to our Springer sojourn. That wasn't exactly fun. 
Uh, I'm trying to see. Oh, no. Here goes one. Okay. We'll end it with this one. I have to end it with a funny one or a crazy one. That's just too depressing. Oh, no. to people who say they've been keeping secrets from the ones they love truth she says that her friend needs to be a little more honest with the man she is dating uh what's going on mercedes um my best friend deja is currently in a relationship and um for several months and they've been really really getting close and they're talking about they love each other and he's talking about marriage and everything and <laughs> there's this really big secret that she has to tell him Let's bring out now your friend and her name. Mm, I wonder what that secret could be. Ms. Deja, huh? Here's Deja. We showed Geraldo getting hit earlier. Deja, welcome to the show. Uh, you have a relationship with this fella? Yes. Tell me about it. Well, um, oh. I met him a few months ago, and we've been seeing each other ever since. Um, I was already currently in a relationship and it was getting kind of rocky when I met him. Uh, the gentleman that I was in the relationship with already, we had decided to work things out and when we did, it ended up that um, Tyson and I didn't let go of each other. Now I'm ready to end my first relationship and enter into the relationship with Tyson. Uh, but there's something you have not told Tyson. Yes. And it's something you think he's entitled to know. Oh, Before no. I can commit to him with... Oh no. <sighs> Flamenco's getting titillated to listen to this. I think you're right, Zwebel. Oh, no. Why do you think Tyson's going to take this? I don't think he's going to take it well. Which is what he's been asking me to do. Yes, I need to tell him. What What is it that you've been keeping from him? That I'm a transsexual. <laughs> Her face is like every Springer fan's face. Look. <laughs> Go back. Yeah, hold on. Sure. That I'm a transsexual. <laughs> yes. Springer fan face. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Holy shit. By the way, talk about 90s as fuck. She's got the choker and everything. The little hair shit. You think he may have some interest in this information. <laughs> so you've been dating him three months and he has no idea that you were born a boy. No. What is Man, your, these for the devious ass trainings, dude? What the fuck? Those who don't know, explain Why would you do what that? you mean by a transsexual. I mean that I was um, actually born a male. Okay. I have since then um, not totally transformed. It's, it, the correct term is preoperative transsexual, okay. which means before the operation. Okay, so you have the hormones and I the... have the hormones, the breasts, the, you know, everything. I live... But you still have the male organ. Yes. I okay. live fully as a female. Okay. Well, how did he miss that? It's good to have everything. You never know, you know. Uh, uh, there probably are a lot of guys who aren't going to be too happy knowing that the person they're kissing is really a guy if they're heterosexual. So why I think it's Tyrone falls in that category. 
why wouldn't that be the first time you say, wait, wait a second? Okay. Well, okay. Jay, you know, that's a good point. And for everyone, you, you know, I, I understand that everyone looks at it in that aspect, but you have to look at it from my aspect, my point of view. My point of view, I've never felt like a male. I don't look like a male. I don't live my life as a male. So therefore, I don't feel like one. You know, so it's a little... Um, it's no, not that you simple need to, to tell someone. And when you go out on a date with someone, that doesn't mean it's going to go anywhere. You're just going on a date. So what's wrong with me going to dinner with someone or going to a movie with someone? With, shows, you know, why do I have to tell them first? Right. Well, okay. I admit you don't have to reveal your whole private life to someone you go out with. Right. But that seems to be a fairly significant piece of information that he'd probably want to... Well, what do you think his reaction is going to be when you tell him? Um, Slavovich. You know, I'm really not Our sure because with, <laughs> like I said, Tyson is the one that's been on me about leaving my other relationship and settling down with him. Um, oh, I know yeah? the whole family. I'm I know thinking that comes to an end. We go out and do things together. Oh, so the family, you've oh, even been no, there. Oh, no, you met Mama. The oh. Whole family. That's not good. And they're saying what a lovely young lady you are. Right. right. They all, they all want. Okay. We may they want to take the first family <laughs> reunion. <laughs> um, why, you, you are sensitive on this issue. Why, uh, Mercedes? Well, I feel like that she's right. It's, it's complicated to tell guys. All right, fucking. You know, why do you think it is? What reason do you have to tell a person right, right then and there? Like, my name is Mercedes. Hi, I'm a transsexual. You, you are a transsexual? Yes, I am. No shit, Jerry. Can I ask Is anyone here who isn't? Questions? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. May Go ahead. I ask a question? Sure. I just noticed that when she just admitted to being a transsexual, everybody frowned their face and crinkled their nose all up. Can I ask what it is that's so wrong with what it is that we're doing? I'm not hurting anybody. Right. Yeah. What? That's a fair. By the way, listen to the audience. There's like no support for those. Right. Ask a question? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. May well, I ask a question? Listen, just like, uh, people are like, want, like, getting angry too. Not only is there no support, there's like, no, fuck you. Sure. I just noticed that when she just admitted to being a transsexual, everybody frowned their face and crinkled their nose all up. Can I ask what it is that's so wrong with what it is that we're doing? I'm not hurting anybody. Right. Yeah. What? That's a fair. That's... But see, that's Tyson's decision. Okay. Man, Tyson's about to go Mike Tyson on your ass. It's for, uh, I agree with you. There's nothing particularly wrong with, I mean, you are what you are, and God made each of us, and we'll make decisions about what we're going to be. I understand that. I'm not getting involved in that. Yeah, Jerry. The question is, you've been with we him for three it. months. And that maybe is the question is, boy, that seems to be a long time, particularly when you're sleeping in the same bed together, that maybe you should be telling me. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a break. Okay. When we oh, no. Just joined us. Um, uh, Deja is and also boyfriend was bad. Love me where the love was. If you're going, you, uh, okay. Well, he knows he's about to hear a secret from her, uh, but he doesn't know exactly what it's going to be. So let's see uh, when you tell him. Okay, here he is, Tyson. He thought he got him a class white woman, didn't he? Oh no, the audience is losing. Nah. Tyson, welcome to the show. 
How you doing? Uh, how long have you uh, been together with Deja? A few months. And your feelings about Deja? I love her. Yeah, I want to be with her. You know what I mean? Uh, what's the best quality about her? <sighs> she's very sweet. No, she's got a good heart. Open-minded. You know what I mean? Good. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know you're here because she wants to tell you something. Well, go ahead, Deja. I'll step out of it. And Deja, go ahead. Well, um, actually, there's two things that I want to tell you. Um, one is that, uh, you know, I have told you now that I do love you. Um, and I know you're ready to be with me, and I'm ready to make that same commitment. I'm ready to um, end my other relationship and just go forth with ours. Um, but before we can do that, she there's something else that I have to tell you. Tyson, huh? look at me. Um, I'm a transsexual. not gonna be ignorant you know what I mean I wasn't raised like that I mean I still love you as a human being no! <laughs> look at her face look at the audience members look at the look at the look at the white bitch in the audience it's like no did you see her Face. Holy shit, she didn't see that coming, neither did I. The white bitch and I was just like, oh no. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, dude. Oh no. <laughs> Holy. Yeah, this is the 90s. Disgust. Disgust with plebs off the charts. Disgust. Only white women can do that. Yeah, it was the uh. black women have pretty good disgust meter too, but the pure white woman disgust is like pretty fucked up too. You know, I mean, it's ah 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 Holy shit! No. Tyson, no! What the fuck happened? Life goes on. <laughs> no! 
but you're not going to have an intimate relationship with her. I wish I, I wish I could bottle your expression, and <laughs> but uh, you know it's it's. Man, I had around my family and everything. You know what I mean? They couldn't tell. No one ever came up to you and said no, no, none of my homies. Matter of fact, my homies like her. <laughs> know what I mean? How do you feel with his response? Um, it's a. In a way, it's kind of what I expected because I know what type of man he is, and that's what made me fall in love with him. Um, it's a it's a positive reaction, and you know that there's a chance that you know we might be able to get past this. I can't make that decision for him; it's up to him, and it's nobody else's decision either. Like I said, it's totally up to Tyson, and uh, he's his own man. What if he just closed? I just on? hope that he realizes how much that he I just close on this train here. Would that be crazy? God, I still think something like that could happen. Love him, and that's why, you know, before I could, before we could go any further, and you know, prior to me telling him this, that's what he wanted to do. I hope we can still work on that. Still work on it, huh? I mean, you say you still love me. Yeah, but um, I can't be getting intimate with you now. <laughs> Was there a temptation to be intimate before? Uh, I mean, we still gonna go out and have fun. You know what I mean? We gonna sure. be the best of friends no matter what. No, I mean, I, I can care less about what anybody think about me. No, I mean, Good for you, I'm uh, gonna do what I wanna do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, was okay. Was there a time? Uh, was were you tempted to be intimate with her what beforehand? What the fuck is happening? Of course. Look at her. Who wouldn't be? <laughs> Somebody in the audience goes, "I would." No, I mean, I mean. <laughs> okay, I tell you what. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to meet Deja's friend Sabrina. She says, she "What the fuck." She loves her boyfriend dearly, but the question is, will he still want her when he finds out that she is really a he? We'll find out. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. I was about to sign off, but I'm just going to skip to the reveal, I think. I can't. You can move your chairs. Move the chairs away. What is this guy got on his face? Let me move the chair away. <laughs> is he wearing a disguise? Friday. <laughs> I mean, she's she's pretty. If you were an Oprah, you wouldn't be wearing it. I don't trust her. Oh, you don't know what the secret's going to be, and 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 maybe. I know your show, man. <laughs> oh, he is wearing he is wearing this guy's. Ah, I know your show, man. What you're saying? If you were an Oprah, you wouldn't be wearing it, this guy. <laughs> Okay, I accept that. That's if I fair. was on Oprah, I wouldn't wear a disguise. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Okay, uh, how long have you been I forgot going about there? the disguises, dude. I forgot about that. Uh, about six, seven, eight months. Um, and what are your feelings? She's about to tell him she's really a man. Sabrina. 
Um, I like her. I mean, she's, she's pretty difficult sometimes. <laughs> and what is it? How is she difficult? I'm fucking disguises. She's bullheaded. I mean, she, you know, she's just hard. It's just, you know, it's always something. <laughs> she's hard. You know? Yeah. She's going to tell you something, so I'll, you know you're here because she's going to tell you something. You've agreed to hear the secret, so go ahead. Tell them. It's your show. I don't know. <laughs> well, Kenny, you know I love you. But can I move? What she got to move for? Friday? <laughs> She's afraid she's gonna get slapped. I can't. You can move your chairs. Move the chairs away. I don't know. Move the chair. Let me move the chair away. No. Ahead, Why would I have to move the chair away? Oh. <laughs> Not just <laughs> Because I'm a pre-op transsexual. You want to? <laughs> no, I'm 100% woman. And so am I. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go ahead. Not. <laughs> I mean, you know what? What's there to say after that? She can do. She's saying she a dude, right? That's what she's saying. She's saying she a man. Technically, she's a pre-op dude. A pre-op dude. So that's just a dude, right? Just a pre-op dude. What? Do you... Well, you owe him a little bit of an explanation other than... tell me nothing. You said what you are, but you owe him a little bit of an explanation. This is for seven months. He's, He's been, cons done. you know, you've been deceiving him in fairness. <laughs> what do you want to say to him? How did they pull that off for seven? He, um, pull that off for seven months. That's what I don't understand. I'm sorry, and I still love you. The dude, though. She's a dude, though. Right? <laughs> uh, okay, and I'll ask the same question I did without. I mean, I mean, it explains a lot. You what? know, that's what right, it explains so. a lot. What? What happened in the last seven months? And now, in hindsight, you look back and say, "Oh yeah, what?" Does Just had for seven months? No, dude, come on. That's unacceptable. What do you mean? Explain. Explains why she only lets me see her. Yeah. So glad I asked that question. 
No, I think he said that explains why she only lets me see her tits. I think that's what he said. Well, I, I got to end the segment. But I couldn't, I couldn't be sure because it was bleep. She a dude, too. They all dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Are they all dudes? No, they all transsexuals. <laughs> she's a transy. She's a transy. And your girl's a transy. <laughs> This is like Captain Save a Transsexual Ho. A transy? I've never even heard that. Before or since. She mentioned before that she wanted to, that she had plans to moving in with you. We were supposed to be moving tomorrow. But, or, and, or are you still going to? I mean, damn, I don't know. You talking about... No, I said, no. Cool. Yeah, I can imagine I mean, it's you guys like, up I there. moved out. I mean, you know, like, I lost a lot of stuff over Sabrina. You know, my apartment being one of those things. You know what I mean? So, we supposed to be moving. I mean, I'm not going to live on the street, but I'm not going to... I mean, after seven months, I care a lot about him, her, whoever. But... Yeah, I'm not losing that apartment. You know, I mean, we're going to have to work something. <laughs> hey, up next, Sabrina. <laughs> we're going to have to work something out. We're going to have to work something out, too. I'll be back tomorrow. I didn't plan to go that long with the Springer stuff, but, man, that last episode was pretty nuts. All right. Good night. I don't know. I'll be back probably. Uh, what time do we start today? Like 1130? Let's try for 11 tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, Edward Dutton's going to be on Tequila Sunrise. We're going to have a guest. Yes. Thank you, guys. I hope you enjoyed. Where is the song? Where is that lovely tune? That lovely tune. It is. Oh, I have to go pull it out of the folder. It's over here, though. It's over here, though. Yes, Dutton's going to be on here tomorrow. Yes, you better join me during the day tomorrow. He'll be on here after lunch. So jump in. And uh, I hope to see you there. I hope you had fun tonight. Kind of a relaxed show. We had uh, Hallie on earlier. I don't think we'll have a Killstream guest tomorrow, but we'll have a guest on Sunrise. Uh, the debate, it's getting rescheduled, unfortunately. I'll have more info on that soon. It's still happening. Nobody's backing out, but uh, uh, it's just Dawson forgot it was Easter, and he's got something scheduled he traditionally does or whatever. And so we'll probably reschedule that for the Friday after and then have Friday and Saturday blood sports. That's the most likely plan, I think, as of now. But Not quite set. Let's go! See you in the morning. Oh, I'm tired now. Woo!
Oh, 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 oh,